Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is, is this what you want me to say? Hi, welcome to Twisting the Wind. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wish they'd take off these fucking watermarks, don't you? Okay, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, good. Oh, great. Thanks. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. I already welcomed you, but it wasn't me. That was somebody else who, you know, who it's me, but it's not me. And um, here we are. This is Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton, a.k.a. the Executive Buffet, a.k.a. all day, always gay, never say. Okay, never say all day, keep it gay. And it's been, it's been, a, it's been a bit. It's been a piece of time. It's been a touch. It's been a little bit of a touch. You guys getting too much of me? Is he getting, I mean, I'm talking about like my presence in the mic. Who, you know, that's what we need. I need like a live focus group. Do you have any of those friends who are focus groups, who are just like a human focus group? In a good way. I don't mean like a person who's like always like, oh, what's that? Really? You're going to wear that? Oh, that ring? 
You chose that ring to wear today? I don't know about that. Do you think Vocal Fry will eventually reach a point (laughs) where women on reality shows are fucking throat singing. <laughs> oh, that would be the best. If they're like, like, uh, Melanie, I'm not sure if I want to go to that charity event. No. Let's get mimosa. I'm the worst throat singer, aren't I? I imagine there's at least a few people listening to this podcast who are like, oh, fuck. <sighs> I wish we would stop the throat singing. You know? The, it's not even throat singing. Because what I do, it's not throat singing. It's just like... Gro- Listen, if you ever get a chance to check out like a real throat singer, it's like real good. It's like fucking real good, though. It's like a Japanese guy. I think it's Japanese. It's on YouTube. Check him out. He can do like 15 intervals. It's something where I think you have to have a computer. You have to have one of those waveform monitors to be able to, um, uh, to be able to, uh, uh, measure it, uh, differentiate it and everything. Yeah. So thanks again for, uh, being here on twisting the wind, twisting, twisting, twist, twisting the wind. Please spread this podcast far and fucking wide. You, you come guzzler. I think that word is in my in my lexicon. Ooh, I like that word. And my vocabulary has become has taken on well significantly more use than the word cunt. But as far as I think if you drop a cum guzzler on somebody unsuspecting, like I came home last night and there are these two I'm just gonna call them idiots because I want to. They're sitting on the the trunk of a car. Smoking cigarettes. It's like about 11.30 at night. I'm exhausted. I'm in a bad mood. I'm like, been in this perpetual, like, state of 80% irritability, which is, oh, that's like you want, what you want to hear, right? That's good. That's good to be irritable all the fucking time. Like, you know, I would probably be less irritable if I was recovering from a serious Valium addiction or like a painkiller addiction. I hear those are the worst. They really are the worst. I mean, it's not, <laughs> what am I supposed to say? No joking. <laughs> I don't even know what that means anymore. What does that mean? No joking. Now it's like, it's like saying like a fucking, no joking is like a, it's, it, it, it's, it's come full circle. If you say you're not joking, but, or, but seriously, it's basically means you're joking, right? Who knows? It depends who you're hanging out with. Are you hanging out with millennials? God, who knows what they're saying? Seriously. I mean, I don't understand. Talking to millennials, I'm just all constantly, I'm like feeling like I'm just step, I'm just weeks behind. Not even weeks, I'm just sort of, like I just don't know what's real. I think it's because maybe they don't know what's real. Do millennials know what's real? I don't know. I think if you're, if you're birthed in technology, which is essentially like a state of constant irony, maybe nothing is real. I don't know. What happens when you see like a dead body? I haven't seen a dead body in a long time. Man, how, how good, how good did I do at straying from the point that wasn't even a fucking point? Either way, I see these, these non-millennials 
They could be millennials. I don't even know anymore. I don't know if they're young enough. I mean, I sound like a fucking millennial. People probably think I am one. Oh, you, you millennial. What are you doing ordering from the drive-thru? Um, see these assholes, these fucking idiots, smoking cigarettes, just sitting out there in the trunk of the car like, like yeah, we're going to smoke. I'm like sort of an aged BMW, which is beside, beside the point. Again, no point. But I pull up, you know, where I park my car. It's like... They can, there's no one else outside. They can't help but regard me completely in what I'm doing. I'm t- taking food out of the car. I got you know I got a, I got a bunch of got a bunch of truck. I got such truck in there. I'm removing all my truck. Great word. Look it up. If you ever want to, that's a great word to use. Not meaning the 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 big old machine that drives on the freeway. Truck as in goods. <laughs> I think I learned that from Huck Finn. I did. I didn't think. I don't. I know. I learned that from Huck Finn, because Huck says "such truck," which is still uh, some of the greatest, one of the greatest pairings of two words of all time, along with um. I don't. Never mind. But so I'm taking out my. I'm removing my truck from the car. That's a good one. Removing a truck from a car. I see these these idiots regarding me. This is my neighborhood. They don't fucking live there. I think they're probably working on some goddamn like bogus ass. A fly-by-night production that's shooting in these lofts across the street. It just pisses me off for no good reason. I have no reason to be pissed. That's the thing. 95% of the time, if I'm pissed off at something, I have no reason to be. I'm just being a fucking curmudgeonly dunk tank survivor. So, actually, that would be a, that's a good reason to be pissed off, because you got all wet. But you knew it was coming, so you can't be that pissed. It's gotta be fun, you know, being the dunk tank guy. So, either way, um, seeing these, seeing these idiots, I'm thinking. <laughs> it makes me laugh even to think about saying it. But I wanted to get out of my car, look at them, and just real, real sternly, and with with a little bit, a little bit of air before I say it. After I regard them, I regard them back. I return their their gaze, and I go, and I say to them, I say, "What are you cum guzzlers looking at?" <laughs> Could you imagine how fucking offended you'd be and how like how much you'd be thrown back? Like, did you just call me a cum guzzler? <laughs> I think that's the new, I think, I swear to God, that's the new way to really throw someone off. You know, everyone's expecting cunt in the worst scenario, to be called a cunt or whatever, because it's just like, it's got such, it's so vociferous. It's got such fucking strike to it. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking saber. Cunt is like a cunt. But cum guzzler is is sort of like getting hit with like an old broken baseball bat in the place that wasn't intended to be hit in the first place. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a fucking drunken box or something like that. It's just you don't you don't see it coming. You don't see someone calling you a cum guzzler. That doesn't really mean anything because it's also like, literally, it's basically impossible unless you collect a bunch of cum. <laughs> oh, this is so filthy, dirty. It's amazing. Uh, I'm my. I always think about um. There's like a thing that happens when you're in high school age, I guess. Maybe, maybe at least different me and some of my friends, where it's like your parents are sort of, sort of tacitly viewing the media you're consuming or sort of like just checking in on the media you're consuming and you know you're like and you're kind of like uh 
you know, you, you want to maybe you want to play them something to show them that oh, this no, this is what I what I listen to. It's good. And you, you you select something you know is not offensive, but sometimes that's not the case. You don't get to select something that's not offensive. You have to let them just sort of. It's like a thing where they pop in, like, "Hey, what are you listening to?" And if you say, "Uh, you can't hear it," that's immediately grounds for for it being contraband, right? Because you're 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 hiding, you're trying to, you're covering, so it's got to be bad. So if you just sort of let them. If you're like, oh, okay, you can listen to it. It's just just a podcast that Johnny Pemberton does. It's not a big deal. It's not filthy, dirty. And they pop in. I'm just imagining some like 16 year old listening to this in in Ottawa, Illinois, and being like the dad or the mom pops in right as I'm just screaming about, come goes <laughs> I wish I just stand back from the mic really far right now and just scream, come guzzler. He's a good old cum guzzler. My goal is to get that word on TV. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Got a great show for you today. It's real good. I swear to God. I got these two guys on the podcast. They've been, this is a repeat offense. This is a, a second round, uh, dip down. This is the third guest that's been on for the second time. Ooh, yeah, you can check that box. Yeah, uh, Hey, do uh, you have an addiction to um, podcasts? And also, you're one of those people who sits at a train station all day and marks down the correct times. Did you know that there's, did you, did you know there's people who do that? They're mostly old men. But it's cool. It's cool to see that. I observed that one time. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what you're doing. You just sit here all day. Talk with your uh, your buddies here. You chew the fat, and every time a train comes by, you mark it down in your little book. Like this is when it arrived, this is when it left. Thank God for those people. Those are the kind of people that uh, are going to save. They will save your life at some point in time. Just the same way that old old women and the unemployed are the are the true stoppers of home invasion. Fuck your, fuck your alarm system. Well, obviously a dog. I mean, dogs are, but dogs are like, if my, the fucking dogs on my block, man, it's just like anything. Barker Graham, day or night. There's like six of them on the block and they all occupy different points. They'll have different, like, like I would love to make like a, a visual diagram of their, um, two things. It'd be an overlay one. Oh, this would be a fucking fun. This would be a fun project for an art student. I'm going to throw this out there right now. This is for our dear art student. Do this as a project. You make a, <laughs> you make a transparency overlay of maybe where you live or where someone you know lives of the, the viewing area of a, of specific dogs, like from the windows, what they can see from where you know they can see it and a, an audio, like an audio one. And you overlay those two. And I bet that shit would be covered. Like three times over with, with coverage of knowing who's gonna go in and out, who doing it. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like a fucking lunatic right now. But that would be cool. Wouldn't that be a cool art project? <laughs> uh, I think, I think I've confused art project with, um, with something completely different. I don't even know what it is, but, uh, I think that's the best art though. It's the stuff that's like, you're making a, uh, making a, a I don't know. I'm going to recommend you check out the works of Gordon Matta Clark and, uh, some other lady who does really good line drawings. I'll remember her and talk about it later. 
But these guys we got in the podcast today, they're real fucking gents. They're a pair of them. Um, I'm not even going to say their name. I'm just, I like doing this. I like teasing for no reason because it's in the fucking title, right? It is. <laughs> you got anybody having allergies lately? I don't know. Here's going to be a little sound right now. It's going to be a little sound. Okay. Thing one, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You have to do it. If you're here, there's no reason you shouldn't be doing it because you're obviously enjoying yourself because I'm enjoying myself. We're just all having a really good time here. I really am having a great time right now. I'm not irritable. I'm currently, I'm currently not, I'm currently not irritable. Doing this intro right now has taken away my irritability because it's forced me to be in the moment and have a good time and really just let it out and no circumstances, no, no judgment, no, uh, no thinking about the uh, audience, just sort of letting it out there, knowing that people enjoy enjoyment. Okay. Okay. So that's that. So rate, review, subscribe and the reverse order. Uh, the email, the the email for the podcast is twistingthewind at gmail.com. It is not executivebuffet at gmail, which I'll have to get now because I said it. It is not um, tattlecrack at gmail. It's not uh, blurred lines. It's not squiggly lines of fear. It's not that. It's twisting the wind at Gmail. Send me music. Send me guest recommendations. Serious ones. Don't send me some fucking half-ass bullshit. All right. Don't send me some like you should do a guy who's got a a finger. It's extra. I want speci- I want specificity. I want contact numbers. I want reasons. Okay. Uh, all those things. Just yeah. You know, just touch down the Delta Dream. Okay. If you're Rod Stewart and you're listening, kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just want to say that. Um. Yeah, do that. Uh, the third thing, third order of business, it's business. Go to feralaudio.com. You're probably already there right now. It's probably how you're listening to this. But actually, no, you should be subscribed to it. It should be auto-downloading into your iTunes thunk folder. Thunk as in <clears throat> thinking funk. Uh, go to feralaudio.com and click on the Amazon shop on Amazon logo thing. You can either do that to support Feral in general, which is a great idea because Feral Audio is the best podcasting network. Such podcasts as... Harmontown. It's got Dan Harmon on it. You love him. He's the best. The Todd Berry Podcast, one of the greatest comedians to ever live who is still currently living, does a podcast. Uh, Also, you have the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. You've heard of him. He's a friend. Listen to that one. You've got conversations with Matt Dwyer. Man, does that guy get down into it? He's got, I mean, for real... He's really he's he's basically a journalist at this point, so I'm happy to know him and be sharing this Feral Audio Network with him. Uh, you can listen to all these, all these and more. The Stephen Brody Stevens Festival of Friendship, Brody Stevens, L- Lunatic Genius. Listen to that shit. Listen to all this stuff. Okay, um, but so you can you can you can uh, you can you can me you can me you can do you can have you can pee you can just go to Feral Audio and shop on Amazon to support Feral in general. It really does actually do something. It really does. Okay? 
So do that, or you can click on Twisting the Wind page, which is probably even better, and you go to um, you go to Shop Amazon. It takes you straight there, and everything you buy on Amazon, which shouldn't be everything in your entire life, right? Because you're one of those people. I'm not judging. I'm, you know, I have good friends who order mass amounts of paper towels and sparkling water from Amazon, and I still am friends with them. So, so there you go. I don't mind if you do that. Uh, I don't do that, but that's so that's me. Okay. So you go on there, you go on that shop Amazon thing, and you buy a bunch of shit, and uh, we get a piece of it, and that's because we deserve it. <laughs> it's true. Just do that. So it's like it's like helping without even trying. Okay. Because you get up. Listen, if you're fucking listening for free. Oh, I don't even. I don't even know. I, I don't. I literally don't even know. But here's the thing about this: uh, I listen to public radio occasionally, here to there. Every year, it bothers me more and more. I hate it more and more. I fucking. I I hate it. There's the tone sometimes with people on public radio that makes me want to wish for a large firebomb in the swath of certain cities. Like, it's like the most disgusting, fucking out-of-touch, sell-out, bullshit death to... It's just... It's deeply ignorant while pretending to be educated. There's that tone that is almost pervasive in public radio. Yet... I fucking listen a lot, and sometimes things are good. And when they're good, I like them a lot, and I'm glad to have heard it. And guess what I fucking do? I give them some of my goddamn money. I give them a good chunk of money every year because, you know what? It's like, well, you know what? If I wasn't pissed off at this shit, I'd be doing something. I'd be pissed off at something else. I don't know. Maybe pine cones. Actually, I've never been pissed off at a pine cone. Pine cones are, pine cones are truly good. Like, there's a lot of things that are... That are good, like puppies are good, but they're not really because they piss and shit everywhere and they like fucking they annoy you, even though they're cute. But a pine cone, I mean, unless you're walking around barefoot, even then a pine cone's like not gonna. It, you, there's worse things to step on than a fucking pine cone. I'm sure once your feet get at a certain point, pine cone's no big deal. So I mean, pine cones are purely good. NPR is not, but I still give it money, more money than I do to save pine cones. I give less money to pine cone preservation. So there, where there it was, there was a long diatribe about um about doing your part and picking up trash. Also, this is the one thing I just gotta say is don't litter. No one who listens to this podcast litters. I'm pretty sure. I almost guarantee. I'm willing to I'm willing to bet one thousand dollars that no one who listens to this podcast is a litterer. Littering is disgusting. I mean, littering is the kind of thing where. I wish there was like a like a like a patrol. This is so draconian though. I wish there was a patrol. He just drove around. If you if you fucking littered, <laughs> he just got cracked in the face. I don't know. This uh, my friend uh, M Dog. Maybe he has a uh, a solution that is a uh, whatever <laughs> whatever you litter uh, ends up magically. Like if magic was real. Whatever you litter transmutes and it ends up in your bed, like under the covers in your bed. Ugh, fucking litters. God damn it. <laughs> okay, enjoy this outstanding podcast with some guys who you know. Super fun, super funny. Uh, plug it in, do the email, straight and review, subscribe, um, buy the Civil War Shelby Foot audiobooks and join me in what I'll be listening to for the next 20 years of my life. Okay. I love you. I love you.
Halloween. Oh, Hodor. Hodor. We're going. We're going. This is it. We're oh, going. Quick. Come on. Yeah, we're going. Is this okay if we just go? Yeah. Uh, let's roll right into Hodor. You guys are comfortable holding those mics, okay? Mm-hmm. You got it, so. right? How's it sound? Sounds good. You got your water, Davey? I have I've my water. I've been holding mics for my years. How about Johnny? Chrissy? Yeah, I'm doing all right. You don't get called Chrissy, though, but you can be called Davey. Never does he get There's called no, Chrissy. No. Well, some people. That's We're not ladies. friends with any Italian gangsters. <laughs> there are Italian gangsters called people named Chris Chrissy. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like really? maybe on, uh, Definitely. on The Sopranos, they call him Chrissy. Oh, really? Yeah. Christopher? Chrissy. Christopher. Christopher. Chrissy. But if I know anybody who does Chrissy know boy. Italian gangsters, it's probably you guys. Not we a made, one. We've known a couple of uh, Italian <laughs> wise guys. Not a one. Well, isn't Not a wise so guy? much gangsters as what, what do you call a guy who's like a wannabe gangster? He's a like yeah a wannabe gangster. Paper gangster. gangster. Yeah, a paper, paper gangster. gangster. You knew a kid in high school. This is yeah. one of my favorite stories, right. and it usually only comes out when we're hanging around with friends from back east or people David went to high school with. He went to or people the, were selling hamsters too. Yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. You'll tell random people the story, and you'll tell close friends. What is the story? It. When he went to high school, he went to an all-boys high school. Yes. You did? Beautiful downtown Boston, right near the lovely combat zone. Full of Where servicemen would get service <laughs> when, they weren't, when they were on leave. When they weren't serving. <laughs> See, yeah. it's already great. Already a great story. So we, we, we went to school by there, and we used to have to sometimes travel through the combat zone, and there were just some lovely ladies around at all times. <laughs> and it just... <laughs> it was great. Yeah. But that wasn't what I was getting to, but that's good stuff about the school. Um, it's, it, it was kind of like... Almost like a prison, the school, I remember it being. Like, these kids were just, they would stop at nothing. This is and a Catholic they would, school. Yeah, Catholic school. Okay. I, I, I don't know, Catholic that might have made it well. worse. All boys. Did you? I, All boys? Not all boys. So, yeah. it wasn't as much a prison as like a reformatory or what do you call it? I don't know. Like yeah. a... Uh, Juvie like a jail. Yeah. <laughs> jail yeah. versus prison. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ours was a little more intense. I mean, yeah, it was great. And it was almost like anything goes. It was a technical high school, so we had shops. Yeah. A lot of right. shops. They had things. They could make weapons, basically, <laughs> we had, in their we shops. We had more maniacs. It wasn't yeah, as intellectual was as some of the other boys' Catholic schools. And, and our uh, the people who dropped out of that schools came to our school. So we had okay. more collection of maniacs. Right. And when there are no girls around... Rules start to. What was that Italian kid's name? What was the kid's name? Franco. Franco. Andrea Tolo. To begin, Franco. Franco Chachi. Yeah. Franco boxing gloves. Who adds an O to Frank, you know? Franco. But uh, he just should be. It should have been Francis. Francis. And he's a Franco in this environment. But David, every day they would get on the train. There were just massive amount of kids that would fill this train station downtown Boston. Five blocks. Like they they have a yellow strip that goes right before where you can fall onto the tracks. Right. These kids were pushed right up against. The tracks themselves, almost like so they would go. Oh, oh, so many people, there's very no dangerous one, every no day. Being like, no, they had not basically do this. had a teacher yeah. with like a cattle prod keeping them away from the yellow line, and they would pile into an orange line train, and you know, you had to. It was da- it was trouble for anyone who was already on the train. I guess is what I'm getting at. Several people, hats were stolen. Oh, constant, every day. <laughs> many hats were and 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 not like things Several of value. Thousand. Just people just tried to like insult people. You know, right. just to make their friends laugh. 
Right. They did fucking ridiculous Stupid things. Stupid stuff. Constantly. Idiocy. So I guess what Chris is talking about, which really isn't that funny to begin with, but well, it was one of the Well, it's for a, wannabe, for a wannabe wise guy. We're on, this was a wise guy, and he would do stuff to impress us like everybody would. Franco. He couldn't Franco. <laughs> he, his, he wore a satin jacket every day to school, and he, he had like two red boxing gloves with uh, the ribbon tied together on the back, like to show that he was a boxer. He had the Italian-American Which flags he on the sleeve. Never he had his name on his uh, breast. It was great. <laughs> Which is great for somebody who's going out and causing trouble. Yeah. Like the most easily identifiable. The North End Boxing Club. Yeah, right. And, uh, said Franco. He stole my purse. <laughs> All of us. We're sitting there, and Franco is trying to impress us. We're like, no, nah, it's not happening, Franco. Right. So he starts doing stuff, and he starts walking. And creeping he wasn't, around. He, he was, wasn't a big kid or anything. Right. He was just a goofball. He was skulking around the he train. Just, he started like just walking up to people and keeping contact with us. He's like, oh, you like this? He was kind of almost mushing, like, mushing people. Almost like, and he was wasn't aware. For those he, out there who don't know what a mush is, it's where you put your hand in someone's face and push them away. <laughs> he was kind of like Belushi in the in the um, in the uh, cafeteria house. scene in Animal House, where somebody's watching him and he's just putting everything in his mouth and he's just trying to doing cheer the guy up like, oh, with yeah, the lady, okay. or whatever. Yeah. Like a, so he was doing that like for us, and he finally sees this woman, and he starts pushing this woman. And he looks back at us, and he's like, just pushing her. And he's like, you like? He says to us, he's like, you like? We're like, no, we don't like it. Yeah. He pushes her a little bit more. Now, this train is oh, packed. Yeah. This poor woman, so this is, like, woman the... is just getting pushed into Get like other people. And he's like, you like? Huh? Huh? You like? We're like, no, Franco, we don't like. He's like, what about these? And he pushed her some more. And we're like... Franco, you have to stop it. And he's like, you like? you?" It was sadistic what he was doing to this woman. Finally, he just pushes her. This woman and about seven other people just tumble over on top of each other <laughs> on the train. So uh, and they're, they're not doing anything because it's like a juvenile. So it's a scared, juvenile. Everyone's scared of juvenile. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, of course. Exactly. And he pushes seven people, knock over like like it's a seven-tenth split. Uh, that's eight pins. but um, <laughs> And everybody's on the floor of this train station. And it was... The funniest and thing. Kids kind of so like, like bobbing. Oh, like, we like. We like. We like. Go really far. Huh? If huh? you had just said though that you liked earlier on, he would have probably stopped. Right? Who right. knows what maniacs? That's no, the no thing. Who know no bounds? They, you don't know with people. Whether Generally, they push I think it, it might be a good idea to agree with them just so they leave you alone. Yeah. But then you're kind of implicit. This is like it some. This is like an age-old question of like a uh, like paradox. Right. Of what to do in certain situations. Like, cause there's a lot of bullies out there. There are people who kind of like to push other people's buttons in a neighborhood. Like, kids, like, if they started egging some of the kids in this neighborhood, there goes a lovely ice cream machine. Yeah. On wheels. If At somebody all times, started. This podcast, every episode features a drive by ice cream. <laughs> oh, that's great. Cause it's not just this neighborhood. It's the other one where I record it. There's a different truck, different song, same products, I'm sure. I'm almost positive. Right. Uh, Helado. Um, so the paradox, the paradox, just of- the paradox of of uh, what to do in a situation when you feel like nobody's out. I feel like every Bronson movie, like he was the guy, and I think that's why a lot of people, particularly people like our dad, would rally behind Charles Bronson. <laughs> Charles Bronson, right. the vigilante, right? To someone to deal with right. punks, you got to take the law yeah. into your own hands. What do you do? Like if you're bullied or whatever, like because these people are stronger than you. Like, they put you in situations where, and, and Franco is one of them, where it's like, if you say you like, are they going to push this person more? If you say, oh, no, it's not working for me, they take it further to right. impress you. And you're like, it's pick your poison. Right. Eventually, someone has to kick somebody in the nuts. 
to stop this like torture of a random yeah the random of of like psychological torture somebody you have to stop it somehow and i don't like i used to travel on a bus and kids would say hey walsh the older kids they say hey walsh you put down that window i go to put down the window and i get punched on the arm and they're like walsh you put the window up i'd be like well he just told me to put it down <laughs> you go to put it up you get punched on the arm again and like hey walsh i told you to put down the window at some point <laughs> you just got to take a beating or you've got to you know fight back or something and it's something that shows up in movies like especially those psychologically torturous movies where you know something has to give and i feel like nobody talks they don't about, make enough of those movies they don't make days. enough of them but nobody talks about hasn't been one in a while with someone's there were a lot of them in the this 80s can, this See, stuff I mean, I mean i haven't experienced that much of that i guess because in terms of the uh being like damn if you do damn if you don't kind yeah. of thing essentially yeah that's a paradox it's hard to say i can't yeah. say i don't know have you experienced any italian wannabe gangsters definitely no. not not Minnesota. I knew a couple guys in college who I think later on I realized, oh, this one guy, he would, I think he enjoyed it. He would be like, what, he obviously had a lot of money, nice bike, always be grilling steaks outside the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was sort of class. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he, 32 years old. <laughs> no, he was, he was our age, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But he, uh, people would ask him what his dad, what is your dad doing? He's like, he with like a very wry grin. He's like, He's an importer export. That's what all those kids would say. There was a kid like, in my high school who had a Viper, like a really? Dodge Viper, like yeah. a brand new Viper. And if you asked him what his father did, he'd say the exact same thing. Well, this guy Big said fat it, Italian kid. This is in Florida. This guy was like from... So it's possible. There's a lot of Italians in Florida. A lot yeah, of, yeah. A lot of yeah. snowbirds, a lot of displaced people. But this guy would say it was such like a, a wink. It's almost like, oh, you're full of shit. Your dad's probably just a... Like a, a lawyer or yeah, something, yeah. or your, or your dad's probably just in a lot of debt and likes you a lot, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Or, or Mama wanted to get you this, and and yeah. Daddy can't say no. Yeah, overcompensating. Like, your dad's not a fucking fucking mobster. Maybe he is, but probably not. My guess yeah. is yeah. He, this is the guy also used to like to flaunt other stuff as well. Like, like, oh, give me a fucking break, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, you're cool right now. Yeah, I feel like the <laughs> ones who who, knows? who have to flaunt it aren't the real thing. Yeah. You know, almost like uh, Maury in uh, Goodfellas. He had to go out and get the, the <laughs> I coat. I forget which character that is. Maury Maury's wigs. wigs Maury's don't wigs. come off. Damn it. I got to watch that movie again. Oh, yeah, it's a great movie. I haven't yeah. watched it in a while, but I feel like it's something it's where... It's easy to forget, though. You have to know about Goodfellas to get along in the world. <laughs> Sometimes. Every, yeah. every once in a while. You guys like Colin Quinn, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. You like Colin Quinn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan of his, and he yeah. makes like so many fucking Goodfellas and Godfather references and some of his... His grand like, like historical analogies. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's this weird thing where he he has it like three or four times, and with that one special he has, it's right. just incredible. Sometimes it's inevitable. I think you need the Godfather as a reference guide mm-hmm. every once in a great while. Yeah, you know you can't avoid it. You're like you'd go to make a point. You're like, yeah, have you seen the? You know, and then when someone you know, like hasn't seen it, you can't really. Yeah, you got to see the Godfather. I think it's better to reference John Carpenter movies. That's yeah, better, well, that's there a lot go. easier for yeah. me. He's the and guy. The likes of you and me. Yeah, I, everyone's a product of their environment to some degree and for him he grew up around all that stuff i think fucking franco yeah fucking franco <laughs> Franco. i'd love to bump into franco what do you think he's up to 
I think he's uh he's probably a mailman. Somewhere. Delivery man. Delivery yeah. man. He's probably oh, postman he's probably, for Wink, Bova. I'm a delivery man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I deliver. This is no. Wink. Franco would say something like this. You go, what do you do for a living? He go, don't worry about it. Oh. And you go, come on, just <laughs> tell me. Don't worry about worst. it. And then you go, hey, oh, nice sneakers. Where'd you get those sneakers? Don't worry yeah. about it. Hey, these were only thirty five bucks. Where'd you get them? <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about they're, they're it. They're the worst. Come on. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, what you just go around not giving people any information? You're uh, a you man know. of mystery. I know somebody. <laughs> I, I had a, a, a guy or the. I got know, him off an importer exporter. Uh, fell off a truck. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> fell off a truck, and they didn't. You probably yeah, paid a hundred dollars for those things. Yeah, and right. You're embarrassed to you say spent more money Using than anybody money else. Of less interesting things you sold out that <laughs> happened to have fallen off a truck. Yeah. What? So that was Florida State. You went to Florida State, yeah, right? Florida State. Fla. Well, must have been a big, Fly. drastic. Oh jet. yeah. Yeah. Very different than Minnesota. Big old. I mean, it was very hot. Yeah. Very How hot. much of the weather went into the decision of you going to Florida? Yeah, why Florida State? Well, I I applied and I wanted to go to film school. And they had a film school at the time. I did not get accepted to the film school, but I did get accepted to Florida State, and that was what did it because. I didn't get accepted anywhere else. You didn't apply? <laughs> really? Well, I applied to like places like, yeah, I'll go to NYU or yeah, I'll yeah. go to like a place that uh, needs, need, you need to have actual grades, not just like <laughs> sort of halfway decent grades. Yeah, uh-huh. so. so you ended up in Florida? I ended up in Florida, yeah. Did you ever get into that film school after? No. You no, can't that was, that reapply? Was, or? That was a boon. I, if I got Has it. anyone ever came out of that film school that we are aware of? No. Not I think actually school. there there's a... No, not that. Not that it's There's a second the AD. There's definitely some second <laughs> seconds. There's definitely some people who are probably um, logging, like a line producer. <laughs> people maybe? Who are logging. There's actually it's you know, an important job. There's probably some art directors or people who are doing things like that have come mm. from there. But in terms of the big guns, yeah. I don't think so. No, but also I don't really know because I don't really yeah. keep track. That that the people who went to that film school were all. Some of the most terrible people I've ever met. Like as far as like <laughs> like complete lack of sense of humor, yeah. and so self-involved, and uh, pri- just felt really good about themselves because they went to that film school. So that is something we we used to make fun of them at all. There's this one kid that is the best. There's this kid we called Phil, the film student. He was like this um, <laughs> Phil. Phil, like this lanky yeah. sort of like lanky. How do you describe it? lanky fay kind of um like floppy hair yep. dude with glasses who was like I mean back then we would have nowadays you'd call him hipster but back mm-hmm. then I don't think that word was quite invoked. I just yet. call him queer at that point. Yeah, I mean yeah, <laughs> queer or something like that. Funny. But he uh, queer or odd. We hated that guy. My my roommate Bobby Bobby from uh, he was from New York. He's Jewish and uh, Jewish Greek guy. You know. Yeah. Really, really, uh, hairy, hairy, hairy Bobby? guy, real tough, <laughs> real tough guy, you know. But he would always fuck with him whenever we'd see him someplace out. We just yelled, he'd go, Hey, hey, Phil, hey, Phil, and just just freak him out. And the guy would look so freaked out because he has like, two people yelling at him who didn't know. There's a bunch of times, oh, so he wasn't even aware of you guys. No, he is no, not aware oh, of us. We were aware is... of him, like tangentially through yeah. friends, and it was just. We used to fuck with him mercilessly. Yeah. Isn't that funny how you had to yeah. take something out on him? Oh, Some yeah, of the way totally. you felt. I, we did that oh, with yeah. I mean, he numerous didn't do people. Wrong. He was just. Of course. He was, just a, he was a douche. Yeah. He's a douchebag. Douche. Douchebag. Douche yeah. nozzle. What was the term Jesse uses for uh, 
for uh, not slapdick. Uh, no, it was. Uh, What's the? Uh, it'll come. Ball? It'll come to me. Craster. Chris. Oh. Lumpy Tox. <laughs> Snando. A Snando. A Snando. Uh, Goddamn. We call them dirt bikes. Oh, dirt bikes. Yeah. A couple oh, of dirt bikes. Dirt bike. This fucking this dirt fucking bike dirt over bike. here. Uh, what a dirt what else bike. is going on, huh? That's the one thing that we haven't really gotten. Florida. To catch I just on. got back from Florida. Oh, well, hold Chris on, went to Florida. We traveled separately. We spent because, a little bit of time down there because um, we travel separately because we don't want to die together. We want right. to continue yeah, the keep, seed. Keep you it alive. Do it for that reason, do you? So we travel <laughs> separate planes. We you had really? uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> I wish we could do it for that reason. You're listening to Twisting the Wind with the Walsh Brothers, Chris. And, uh, and, uh, Dan. Everybody's twisting. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, forgot a name a when you've been introducing somebody? I don't think I have. No, no. I mean, like on stage or something? Um. So I've done that a couple times. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have. Conveniently yeah. enough, Dave Chappelle got bullshit. Yeah. When that From, happened. Oh, I was uh, Donald yeah, what? Glover. What happened? Don, I forgot Donald Glover's name like you a did? couple years ago, yeah. That's okay. He's forgetting. I had never met him at that point, and he had he wasn't Donald Glover. He hadn't done community and all yeah. that stuff. But he was starting to like get still really a big. person with a name. No, yeah. I know, I know, but I not I know that wouldn't have mattered. But it was like really, he came to our show. I had never met him before, right? And I just forgot his name. I gave him like I started to give him. I was like, he's doing a lot of great things. Like I had seen all of his videos oh, online okay. and stuff. And then what happened? And then I just completely forgot his name. And I think his family was there, and they were like. Donald Glover. <laughs> they were all like yelling at oh, me. Oh, shit. Did you bring him up as Danny Glover? Yeah, I did. Who gives a fruit? Yeah. I Danny Lover? I, I felt bad, though. Yeah. It's one of those things that you're like, yeah, you don't want to forget someone's name. Who the fuck cares name. about intros? The people who get upset at intros really I've never been upset me. at anybody. But, tickle, but tickle, tickle. I can understand why somebody would be upset at somebody forgetting their name when that's like the bare minimum they need to I know. I cannot. If they bring me up as Kevin Snando. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. All day, yeah, every it. day. You would. F- I, I enjoy. Uh, yeah. You put fake names on other stuff. Sometimes. Well, it gives yeah. you something to like go on. Like your Twitter right? handle. Right. Kevin I, Tipcorn. I like to be a different name. I think it's fun because it sort of makes it like a thing where instantly, oh, we're just playing here. Yeah. But yeah. the people get really, really yeah, right. upset. It's not like it's cursed. That's happened to me a few times, actually, like just in party settings. Like I had a guy blow up at me one time. Really? Yeah, I forgot his name. David had booked a show for us, and uh, David's the guy who's also talking. That's not Johnny Kevin Tipcoin. David Walsh. And, um, and so I was at this party, and I didn't remember the guy. I'd met him once, and David had done all the, my brother, had done all the uh, work? sort of talking to him. I do all the remembering. He realized at one point that I, I was trying to hide it because I was like, oh, shit, there's that guy we had just done a show with. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you don't remember my name. And then I was like, by the way, never like, do this to Howie Mandel. And I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forget. And then he just started getting louder and louder in this party. And I was just like, I might have to leave. <laughs> you don't, you don't remember me. <laughs> he started like flipping out, and I was just like, calm down. Yeah. You know, it's like my mother forgets my even, name even after the flip out. Yeah. you still don't remember. Yeah, him. no, I couldn't. So like, know. hey, we gotta steer clear. I of made us. it a Damn. point. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you remember that guy? And Dave was like, who? I was like, ah. That's when a person gets a new name called <laughs> yeah. flip out. Fuck. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Or Film school. Film. Yeah. Idiot shit. I was lucky that I never actually ran name into boy. that guy again. I really Thankfully. get tickled. You know, you do this comedy so often. You see so much that like the little things about it really make you laugh or make yeah. me laugh. Yeah. I don't want to speak for everybody, but just to sit in the back of the room, name fuck ups, the people who get upset at that. 
uh, people who grossly run over time, people in the back of the oh, room man. who furiously hold up cell phones to get people off stage. These are the That's things. Funny. <laughs> They're great. They make my like, favorite move in an a average. Com- in a- it's like if you think about yeah. stand up as, let's say, it's our job. You go to your job, your workspace. What do people do with their work? They want stuff to entertain them throughout the day, the monotony. Yeah. Right. You go and do your set. But in between that, if you're not hanging with someone, drinking a beer or whatever and catching up, you're watching a show, stuff to kind of take you out of that monotony. Yeah. My, my favorite is when it. a guy is clearly going way over his time oh. performing, right? Wait, he's already gone a couple minutes over, five minutes over. And then the guy at the back of the room is standing there who runs the show, and you can just see the stern look on his face. He's just staring at the guy on stage. He's lit him a couple times trying to get his attention. And then the guy on stage starts into a new bit that you <laughs> yeah. know. So I was at a wedding, and it just, you know that that thing. This thing is seven yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's going to be easily five minutes long. It's mm-hmm. the best. And I, and I think there needs to be a name for it, but I've been unable to come up with one. Oh, but for know. years and years, I think that that, that extra bit that's going on where the guy and then you just see the guy like Jesus Christ when we first you know, started like just turns around or paces out of the room it's the best when we first started in the early 2000s this relates to that uh, everyone was still doing Clinton's Clinton Clinton's impressions Clinton impressions and it oh, was yeah. just fucking awful <laughs> and madness so whenever we just tuned out whenever someone did a Clinton impression but we started to call him and there were a couple sprinkled in there people always did a Clinton and Jay Moore is like Christopher Walken still persisted mm-hmm like through that time, so we would call people whoever did impressions walk and talks, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. You know, so and so's walking talking up there because it didn't matter how good they if they weren't Frank Caliendo was like, why the fuck is it worth it to watch this yeah. person? Right. There it's was nobody Frank that has, was man. really good. It's all Frank's got. Oh, Frank is the best though. He's done well by. I it. make fun of Frank a lot though. Oh. He's My, so um, good, though. He's, he's so, so good. good. But he's and like, he's, 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 that stuff is easy to make fun of, <laughs> but he's fucking terrific. Oh, yeah. He's great at it. I don't he's know why he wears the makeup, but he's terrific at it. I don't think <laughs> I saw... I, one of my good friends who I just was on a boat trip with... His dad is like, I don't know how to describe him, except maybe the funniest man in the world, but not as what he says, just how he acts. Of he's course. Like, he's like a grown-up nerd who is really smart, but just is so spastic and just says the most inappropriate things. Okay. There's an impression of him that goes, I'll just, this is, he really liked the show Frank TV when it was on. And he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's in like his, his late fifties, right? <laughs> that yeah. is a good descriptor for anybody right. who, who has liked it. <laughs> he really this guy, liked- if, hey, will I like this guy? Well, he really liked the show Frank TV. Like, <laughs> I know what I'm getting into with this guy. So here's an impression of him. Um, this is him at at his house uh-huh. with my friend, his dad. Uh-huh. And this is when he found out that Frank TV was about to come on. He goes, Oh, Frank TV! <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was about to miss it. He was like, Oh, oh Frank TV's coming on! Oh, oh my God. Like, excited, jumping up, because he just remembered that Frank TV is coming on, and he wasn't going to miss it. That is... <laughs> Frank TV. I don't... It's like that's his favorite. Was his favorite show? Like is that kind of, I don't know. It's, it's is, hard to des- certain people you can't really describe without meeting them. It's that like, is you know. no. You just described that purposefully. I mean, perfectly. You just described that guy, and I just wonder. Like, wh- and I act like a child all the time, but to act that way in front of your son, uh-huh. <laughs> I would never. And I act yeah. ridiculously in front of my. You know, and, you, and you happened to be there. You yeah. saw well, I that. wasn't there. No, I was Uh-oh. passed down. Uh-oh. But it's like I visualized it immediately because I know this person. I know him, <laughs> I know him enough to be what like, does oh, this... of course he did. 
Yeah. That is really Frank good. TV, favorite movie and, he, and he never missed it again. And yeah. he sits down with his peanut butter sandwich and Puts milk. Puts it on his calendar. Probably. And just laughs Watch, and just chortles. Gutturally laughs. This is oh. the same person who, there was a family argument, like a really big family argument between, so my good friend, he's my age. Yeah. And he has, he has a sister who's a little bit, a few years younger. That everyone wanted to bang. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't, I don't, we didn't grow up together. Yeah. But he, uh, his sister, his mom is uh, from Venezuela. His oh. dad's a white guy. Yeah. His mom is like, you know, immigrant, has an accent. Right. So it's some, they had some family dinner where his dad brought up the, this is the subject that he brought up. So there's four people. Uh-huh. Mom, daughter, dad, son. And the dad brought up the <laughs> brought up the subject of should Johnny Pemberton me oh should he <laughs> should he do child porn because he looks so young that he can, he's, <laughs> it's, he's legal to do it should he do child porn to to oh. to make money or do like to, to do like some type of a porn not even looks, a, this doesn't even sound like a hypothetical this sounds like. Is is should this be a career goal of Johnny well, Pemberton? It's it, everything is hypothetical in this world, but still certain things when you say them at dinner yeah. with your with your uh, or any time in that case. That's, How old were the kids at this time? This you know like uh, twenty seven and thirty. <laughs> so he brings this up and it creates this this long like two day long argument that divides the family in half between mom and daughter <laughs> and son. And dad, because of this argument that he postulates, <laughs> or this just this just idea he postulates, and it creates this like grand division because the mom is like one of those. It's hard to describe, like that type of liberal conservative, sort of like a South Park conservative, where so, so she grew up in Latin America. So it's hard to describe, but basically, is she socially conservative? She's not socially conservative. Okay. But she's just very outspoken. She's, she's very, immigrant, very outspoken. immigrant conservative. Yeah, you know the type. I do. There's that certain, a certain type of uh, South American, like people who grew up in that type of, uh, it's not a dictatorship, but it's, how would you describe it? Like a semi-social. That there's a certain discipline people should yeah. follow. And there's a certain, like, there's certain things, because I used to joke with his there's mom decorum. about- decorum. Right, decorum. Like, I would joke about her, with her about, I'm going to be a gigolo. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm going to do for a living. And uh-huh. she spent 15, 20 minutes explaining to me why I shouldn't. Like, in grave, with grave concern. I'm like, even though I'm clearly joking, but it doesn't matter that I was joking because uh-huh. it's too late it was said. And so that, that caused oh, a Johnny, 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 two Johnny. day long division. Oh, Johnny. Like, oh, you think, you think you can, can say this thing to, to, to people who are, who are, oh, he does child pornography. How dare you say such a thing? <laughs> you, oh, you, oh, you white man, you are so smart and so strong. But you say things like this to cause pain and to make people, uh, to make people think of something wow. like this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who you are. You're disgusting me. <laughs> that being said, did you consider it when you heard the? No, I just no. laughed a lot. The argument. That's <laughs> really great. To think that something's being, someone's talking about you in the weird, the world's weirdest way in possible. That way. What was the result? I think they made up somehow. I don't know. Sex. Sure. Sex. Everybody had. I'm sure. I, but I think it was said, it was said to cause, you know, it's trouble. Yeah. It out there. Here's a hand grenade. Who wants to, who wants to play right. with this thing? Yeah. Someone jump on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Family. I, I'm curious to know at my dinner table, what would be said that would get everybody upset because you know nothing. i don't think there would be much yeah some families don't have the uh, the whole thing where it's like they lose their shit over certain things you know yeah our family certainly did growing up 
Did yeah, you? it was interesting. Oof. But then there was a period, you know, when I think about stuff like that, I think about how our brother was going through the police academy and our sister was going through nursing school. Mm-hmm. So she would talk about like cadavers and then he, my brother Michael would be like, yeah, we watched this thing. And it was like, you didn't want to hear that at dinner, you know, right. it's more like gross stuff. As we got older, it loosened, yeah. but when we were kids, it was very kind of, very conservative table. But so people, people get offended by certain things? Ever? Oh, certainly. I got... Yeah. My sister threw apple juice in my face uh, when she was having her first kid in the family. She was having it out of wedlock, mind you. (laughs) You know, like years ago, that would have mattered. You know, by some standards, it would have mattered. Didn't I don't give a shit. Uh, I just mentioned how Chris, of course, we were doing comedy at the time. And uh, separately. I'm only going to ever have babies out of wedlock. All right. And uh, I just mentioned how. You know, when the baby comes, we can use it as almost like a test baby. <laughs> Theories, we can use it to test things out, you know, like various religions or yeah. take it through. Like, we can kind of use it as our... And completely facetious. Yeah, of course. This baby's coming in. We're just going to take it out and, you know, do whatever the heck what we want. what happens when you throw an Easter egg at it. Exactly. <laughs> My sister, I don't know if the hormones or what, but she's sitting there. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know... We, after, we're going to call it Baby X. <laughs> and anything goes. Anything goes. Whatever we want to experiment. You know, we, we didn't grow up Jewish, but I think it'd be great if, you know, baby for a X while, did. for a while, it was Judaic, little Judaic baby. And after just maybe four sentences, she stood up, screamed, apple juice to the face, right at the dinner table, Sunday dinner, everybody around, furious, furious. Nobody does a thing. Nobody does a thing. Nobody says anything. <laughs> Don't test your sister. That's all that was said. Don't test your sister. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you can say anything, but there's always a cost. I guess, you know, like, just like your friend's father, you should kind of know what those buttons. And I guess that's why I was saying it. Yeah. You know the buttons that are going to be pushed. But sometimes you know the buttons. I don't like, know. I don't think that David ever knew those buttons. I still and don't David, know those David's buttons. always the one who gets the apple juice in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know, constantly. Yeah. When's this, is, that, is that the most recent example of that? Uh, no, they're sprinkled throughout life. <laughs> what about recently? Have you guys uh, caused any mayhem recently? Yeah, some mayhem. I, I can't think of... This was a little while ago, but a, a further example was we were staying bachelor party our friend was getting married we're in clearwater beach and the guy who ran uh the guy who owned our shitty motel Mm -hmm. he would do anything for you he was polish guy and he was fucking great but he had a really thick accent he was kind of jacked and he would do anything like jack like he had a lot of muscles yeah Yeah. a lot of muscles a lot of muscles a lot of muscly guy uh uh, listeners uh jack refers to a man with a lot of muscles (laughs) jacked but when they say jacked up, that means like fucked up. Yeah, right? that like, means oh, yeah. Got you got beat, probably beat up by a guy with a lot of muscles. Yeah. So this guy's jacked. This guy's jacked. Nice and jacked. <laughs> and uh, he owns a motel in Clearwater Beach. Well oiled. The name of uh, the motel, if anyone's ever stayed there, is called Blue Jay Motel. Please stay there. It is. Is a, it still owned it, and operated? It's a joyful. Yeah, I call him occasionally and and prank call him. What? It's a joyful. Oh, my God. oh yeah, we should do it now. We should actually. do it. Yes. Uh, it's a joyful occasion. And uh, his name was Stanley. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he t- 
terrible at accents, but he he would talk to you almost like the, the ba- wild and crazy guys on um, yeah, uh, like Saturday Life. Well, that we are too wild and crazy yeah. guys. Almost, he would say, yeah. "Oh, we got uh, so much." I can't even exorcise. Do exorcise. He, would, he was a little, he was more like uh, <laughs> you Polish. Li- it was and it was and he also said you like yeah, like you Franco. Like. But he said, uh, w- "Well, we told him we were going nice. to be really loud." The first night, and yeah. then the next day when we came through the lobbies, like guys, not that loud. <laughs> right. Last night, I expect more out of you loud. guys. Already yeah. I've got, got firework for be you. A little bit more <laughs> loud. Dropping, dropping plurals. And you stuff. like to fish? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he left fishing poles right outside what? of our door. He liked yeah. to exercise. Oh, he's great. We love to exercise. We found him the next day. He had a rusty old. Um, stair stepper kind no, of thing. No, not stair stepper. The um, Nordic track. Nordic track in these bushes. We found him in the bushes, just his head above these bushes, yeah. just working on. Guys, exercise. You need to exercise. You were out you parking out of somebody's last night. Garbage. And so we would do Stanley. That was, whole weekend just became Dave and I just constantly doing. We had that, like mullet wigs and neck braces on, and we were doing Stanley, yeah. and just from being fucking goofballs. Dave and I were drunk, sitting at some seaside bar. Like, just laughing at one another, like complete idiots. And at this point, we were like dressed in character and we were kind of like slapping each other and just creating kind of a scene, talking to girls, but not looking to like pick any of them up, just kind of messing around. Like, how are you? Can I get you a drink? Yeah. You know, just stupid stuff. Oh, look at you, look so pretty. Yeah, and we were just all so nice. Nice. You like exercise? Yeah, we exercise. And uh, acting the fool. Yeah. Acting the fool. In the bar. Drinks in the face by yeah. random guys. What? Some yeah. guy came over, wanted to fight us. Yeah. How do you? It was pretty you, amazing. Just for making a spectacle. I think it's attention. You know, yeah. People want. People don't the like attention. other people get. Want to get attention. any kind, of, especially when it's positive face. and funny, oh kind of goofy attention. Yeah. Plus, I have a face people want to punch, Johnny. Yeah. You talked about this Definitely before. Does. I think you talked yeah. about the last podcast. Probably. This is yeah. a, you guys are round two, listeners. This is round two. If you don't round know, <laughs> if you're tuning into Twisting the Wind, sort of late in the game. Which, if you're tuning in at all after the first episode, you are late to the fucking game, idiot. That's true. This Game's is the over. second appearance of the. Walsh, Although, stay tuned in. Walsh's. Don't disregard the. No, idiot. don't disregard. But I'm saying, okay. you know, it's like that little asterisk. Like, see episode one if you right, don't right. understand certain things. Fair enough. Yeah, a.k.a. Bread Truck, a.k.a. Yeah. You went back and ben re-listened, Ben Affleck audition. Oh, you went back and re-listened to it? No, 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 I'm saying you did. It sounds like oh, you did. Oh, no, I don't. I just remember that very oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a memory of that that story. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, and um, I'm going to play this. You guys talk for a second when sure. <laughs> this song okay. I'm going to play. What are we going to do we'll later? Set up some We're going to get some... He's playing, playing some dinner? Some, uh, he's playing something from the John Carpenter album because uh, he knows that I'm a huge fan. Well, both of us are huge fans of uh, John Carpenter. David, actually, uh, little known fact, my brother actually bought me the Big Trouble in Little China soundtrack, of which there are only a certain number of I in bought this them universe. All. And David bought them all for me. Nobody else can listen to them. Hmm. Are we going to get some dinner soon? Probably in an opportune time to take a swig of my water when Johnny wants us to kill some time. Is that the Kentucky? Is that the Colonel? Is that the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy? Oh, here it comes. Talk about psychological torture. Quick break. We'll come back with the Walsh Brothers and Twisting the Wind. Too slow though. Wow. 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 
three. <laughs> okay, hold on. This stuff right here, it makes me. Um, I don't know if just because like stuff like this was always playing on our house, my father believed in this stuff so much. What stuff? This type of music. Your dad. Yeah, like, he you know, didn't we, play this, he played movies like this. He did? Well, you know, like the Death Wish, all that stuff with okay. Bronson in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, like just but, that vigilante you know, stuff. Well, yeah, because this was uh, Precinct 13 was a Attack movie. Attack Precinct 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of a movie that had that whole vibe, too. Right. You know, it that, all like, like cheap synthesizer and serious. In, do you go into basements and kind of, like, think stuff are going to jump out at you or, like, guys are going to be waiting for you? I'm always thinking that stuff. <laughs> Basements? <laughs> Basement, street. Well, when I grew up, we had a basement in all of our houses that we lived in. And I don't mean like simultaneously. I mean, every house that I lived in as a kid had a basement. And it was always like, up until I was much older, I was, this is a scary place. There yeah. are scary, scary places. places. Well, we would go on. We would go on. We would go places. on adventures, and we would yeah. get into these like old abandoned buildings. We would find out, right. and you know, in our town those where we could some, get into those places. Right. Those are some of the places I didn't expect to see people, though. Yeah. Like sometimes, like closing your car, I expect to see weird guys on street corners, just like with no motive more than to slice your neck, you know, or something. <laughs> I just want to slice a neck. Like, do you <laughs> do you ever? Are you ever concerned? Do you just are walk there. around thinking like, I'm going to be safe constantly? I don't know. I, I guess I suppose I'm half and half. I, I don't know. I think I'm probably, I'm pretty defensive on my bike. Yeah. I think in certain neighborhoods, I'm pretty much always thinking I'm going to get killed. <laughs> but I think I've never been jumped before. Yeah. Uh, touch wood. Yeah. This wood. Touch wood. <laughs> that, that, Dinky uh, wood. David was referencing his penis. That's as right. Wood. And, um, Ding dong wood. Yeah. I think that's, I don't know. I kind of think I've never, it's never happened to me because... If it did, yeah. I would respond in a bad way. Like either <laughs> yeah. I would get myself killed by by being like, no, no, no. Yeah. Or I would start to hate everyone yeah. because of what Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, now I hate all people and think yeah. everyone's trying to kill me because of this yeah. one instance that didn't kill me. Well, I don't know. We got into, jumped a lot in like randomness. And You've been jumped I multiple times? Oh, so many times. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Did you get into a, a lot of fights as a kid or no? Never been in a fight. Really? Yeah. See, yeah, I, hear, I hear that, you know, fairly often. Yeah. You know, but we, I feel like growing up where we grew up, there was a good deal of fights. Like there were fights you didn't Just expect to get fights, into. yeah. But you guys grew there up was, in the town. The town. The Charlestown. Town. That's right. Yeah. Boston. But I think I think even if you people weren't a tough like kid, fighting. people would kind of cause trouble or start fights with you. Yeah, just because it was almost like that was a I don't know, not expected. And then it was it was almost like uh, like fifties gang like people from you would not only fight other kids in your town, but if you ran into kids from other towns when you're like fifteen and at a mall or twelve or thirteen, they'd want to fight you and you'd have to fight those kids. What are you doing? You know, here? jets and sharks type yeah. stuff. Uh, with no singing and I don't know that kid snapping of fingers so like yeah. you would we'd take these trips to the mall we were pretty adventurous at like 9, 10, 11 into other towns on foot going to the and movies for trouble. Crossing, no we weren't looking for trouble highways. we were just looking to get just like wrestling kind of figures and stuff adventures <laughs> yeah and you'd just like you'd end up playing in this like cement tube and stuff and Wait, what cement tube is this? Well, like just the construction stuff they, they put under the ground, but they'd be up, a, you yeah. know, they would store things, or you would see something you could climb in or around, right. and it's like, you're not realizing that you're like pedophile bait, you know? Yeah. You're climbing on these like or dirt also, mounds like, or kids into just abandoned come around, buildings or... And there's, this, oh, there's only a certain number of ways that people begin fights or kind of want right. to start with you, and one of them is they just bump into you and say... You know what you say about my mother? Yeah. And that's like the biggest insult to somebody is saying something about, the, you know, mother. your mother, like just the mother jokes. And uh, 
Yeah. Eventually, we just realized that you just have to say to them, I called her a cunt. Like, and then, because just a fight's going to happen anyway. Okay, because they want it. They're, yeah, they're yeah. out looking for it. But he's not the one who wants it. The one who bumps into you, it's like the eight guys he has behind him. Yeah. Everyone's a pussy, essentially, until you get older, and it's just like one guy who's the toughest guy. And then, yeah, it's just groups of kids who want to fight. So my dad, you know, he was like just one of those guys who like, just always, you got to watch out for your own. You got to watch out. Like he would get drunk and say like, I would kill for you guys. <laughs> you want to get drunk, you know? Like, what the fuck is this about? That's so crazy. I would go to jail for you. David, really? David got his, my, uh, my sister and Dave, their bikes got stolen one time. Uh-huh. My dad, they came back. They were in this like, uh, little convenience store playing video games. Did you lock them up or no? No. They were this leaning is... against the wall outside, which right. is, you know, now you know it's a no-no, but it was a small town he, where everybody yeah, knew everyone each, knew each other. other. And so they got, took the bikes away and then they went home and told my dad, relatively new bikes, right? Brand new. It's actually me and Steven, our cousin Steven. Oh, okay. And then, uh, got home to my father. My father's like, they told him, you know, the bikes are Get stolen. in the car. Right. We're going to go find them. Immediately driving around neighborhoods. Right to the projects. Projects. Right to the projects. We told on one street, there they are. They've already like, Reconditioned the bikes, really? just fucking handlebars yeah. bent in a fucking. <laughs> no, my favorite thing the is the, the the little scooter wheel on the front. You know, yeah, <laughs> they already like jacked it up and like well, you can't put it on the back. It. The chain goes well, through. It. Spray all, painted already. it and stuff. Yeah. So they what just, happened? Did you get them back? Well, they ghost rode my sister's bike. My cousin Stephen had like a huffy, like a pink huffy. It was one of those pink '56 huffies. They ghost rode it into the um, the Oilies, which is the Mystic River, where all the part stuff of the disappeared. Harbor. Like everything disappeared. They burnt down out there. cars, shopping <laughs> carriages, dead people. Like the, this project's abutted right. this part of um, the Boston the Harbor. The Oilies. The Oilies, because yeah. it's just it was like a little inlet where if you drained it, you would find all kinds of cars, motorcycles, Bodies. shopping carriages, dead people. And so they ghost rode that, they said anyway, into the Oilies, and then they jacked up my, it was actually me and my older brother's bikes, and they just fucked them up, and my father just grabbed the kids and just instantly took them up, and these, they were- Took them up we, where? To their, took their parents or, okay. you know, probably single family, single parent households or whatever, and just made them pay over like this payment system over a certain amount of time, oh and these kids, they just came from nothing, they were just poor kids, yeah. you know, in the projects, they were just- we did the same thing later in life, you know, even though we were more fortunate where we'd be walking home from comedy clubs drunk and hop on a bike and, you know, because we're walking home 10 miles, you know, just take the bike, take someone's bike home, like in Cambridge, you know, from Harvard Square. <laughs> yeah, those fucking assholes. Yeah, right, essentially. <laughs> those fucking cum guzzlers up in Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suck my fucking dick, Harvard. <laughs> How you like them apples? David I did, seriously don't. Which was we're in, uh, We were in um, uh, Key West and on another bachelor party and David saw a beach cruiser bike just right. sitting behind like a wall. He hopped on it and started riding it. We were going to the strip club <laughs> and everyone got into a cab and David's riding down the street. He had left like five minutes ahead of us right. and as we're riding down the street, he's Strippers riding the bike. Strippers were coming out of the strip club. Right. Well, this is, that was afterwards, but on the way to the club, he's in front of the cabbie doing like little loops in the street, staying so the guy right. can't drive in front of him. And we're all in the cab like yelling, run over, you know, like just yeah. yelling all kinds of stuff. <laughs> David's cruising on this stolen beach cruiser. Nicest bike ever, but that was not too many years ago. Fucking and then we go into the strip club, we right. come out. Right, the strip club, and the stripper came out. She's yelling and screaming, and David rode Why? the bike. Why did she, come out? she was just angry for whatever. Oh, she was she was a Tampa stripper. 
who this guy she brought down visiting and she just kept saying all oh, these strippers ain't shit yeah these strippers are nothing she, fuck like, her she, she don't know like, shit and so david rode the bike by her and said you know something like you're pretty i don't know what he said to her and she just flipped out she oh, started she going nuts because she didn't like that he was saying something as he rode by on a bike she broke a hail yeah she, she started yelling at she me she started threw a bottle at me motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and she's like just and then she threw a bottle at him and it was amazing because he was doing these like lazy loops you know big huge circles coming around he's like you're pretty and he would like drive away and she threw this bottle at him and he without even looking he just rode right sort of like right underneath it and then smashed on the street and then he rode by again she like tried to grab at him oh within like feet of her and everyone was just and watching try how and crazy what was she doing this outside? mayhem talk about starting she mayhem. wasn't a stripper in the so she she got was her visiting f- from she, another she place. She thought she was all that in a bag of chips. Right. Some John had taken her down to Key West for vacation. They went into the strip club like we were in. You know, like strippers do. Right. When, when, you know, like comedy, comedians do. Where else are they going to hang out? They hang out visit in another comedy know, club. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a stripper, that's kind of like you your business. Like You're barking. She's barking, basically. No, she was like, she was done. She enjoyed the strip club. But she was hanging out. She was leaving. She was, we were all walking down the yeah, street. Yeah, we were leaving. And she didn't know that I was with We're all getting free, Frito David, Pie. Yeah. Frito Pie you Frito Pie. What's Frito Pie? Frito Pie is like a chili sh- with Fritos Shit, and cheese. Good. It could yeah. be on a, on a, like a taco shell. Damn, I could eat that. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> and a bag of chips. It's real, real good. <laughs> Fritos. With a bag of chips, the Fritos. Some beans. Oh, we're re- I guess, you know. Lettuce. For be- I don't know why. You're getting <laughs> under people's there. skin. But you're talking about, you got to hear this by talking about how your dad punished these kids for stealing your bikes and then yes. you're now fast forward you're a couple of bike thieves. Kind yeah, kind of. Kinda. Oh, we're kinda. idiots who should know better. I know, essentially. Those kids probably didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. The best part was it was stolen by two twins, three people total, but two of them were twins who were older than us, who were very short, and their nicknames were Peaches and Titmouse. What yeah. the fuck? That's what their nickname. So Peaches and Tipmouth stole your bikes. Yep. And your dad went and grabbed them by Got the neck. Got them back. And yep. Took them to their mom and dad. And so these little Peaches and Tipmouse here. <laughs> yep. And then right. there was another family involved. There was a third kid who stole a bike. Went up there, got the money. You know, had him pay them out a certain amount of time. I mean, my father was a sheet metal worker. It was like, everyone knew him in town. He grew up in the town. Really? Yeah, they knew us. They knew they were stealing our what bikes. What call you stuff. guys? Just Walshy. Walshy. Yeah. Walshy, yeah. little Walshy. Not funny, Walshy. Walshy's brother. Yeah. <laughs> My older brother was Walshy. I was little Walshy, and then when Chris came along, he was Space Shot. Yeah. Space most, Shot? Mostly called me Space Shot. Why are they yeah. Space Shot? I was a maniac. Because he did his own thing. What yeah. the fuck, man? And if you do your own thing, if you don't play sports, <laughs> people think you're a nerd. and another. I think you're crazy. No, I went yeah. on adventures, I told you. I would space climb through shot. people's backyards. He really liked karate and ninjas yeah. and stuff. I would dress yeah. up like a ninja and I would skulk around at night, and climb if you walls. Did, people like, were spreading Try rumors and not that be he was seen. killing cats and stuff. Like, yeah. If you're different than that anybody else. Not even close to true. Never killed a cat. Space shot. Yeah. Space shot. Walshy, well, you're a fucking space shot. Yeah. You're a space shot, <laughs> you're a Walshy. Space shot, space shot. What are you thinking of, Walshy? Build yeah. me a bomb. Yeah. When did you guys leave uh, leave Boston? 2007. But you guys go back pretty frequently, right? Very frequently. Yeah. But it's Where, not the are same, now, right? <laughs> Where are they now, Johnny? It's not no. the same, though. Huh? When, did no. it, when for you guys it stopped being something that you, when did it start being something that you were looking at from the outside as opposed to being a We were still in town. And mm-hmm. we were still in town. We still lived there. Yeah. And the town was changing. 
And we were changing. How was it changing? As people, well, it became very gentrified in the 90s. But here's the thing about Charlestown. It's not, it's uh, mostly white, isn't it? Uh, It was. Almost almost exclusively. But it's a lot of poor Irish. Yes. Mostly Irish. Yes. And some Italian, I suppose. Yes. Some a little everything. A little bit more Italian than everyone else. But mostly everyone, not mostly everyone, predominantly Irish Catholic. Just like South Boston. Right. Just like Dorchester used to be. But it's pretty poor. It's pretty... Yes. Pretty, uh... Now it's not. Now... It's not. No. Now, because of its they proximity... They have Whole Foods in the middle of... No way. Basically, Now the, the supermarket, which used to be a Johnny's Foodmaster... Johnny's Foodmaster. ...is now yeah. a Whole Foods. Johnny's Foodmaster? Johnny's yeah. Foodmaster. Johnny's the food best master. name I've ever heard of. It's a great place. name. They sold out, though, Johnny. We both worked there. Yeah. Johnny's we both worked there at two different times. Yeah. They had, like, an icon, or like a I was, mascot. They didn't have a chubby Johnny. Foodmaster. Who no. <laughs> so just lord over all the food. Something about Foodmaster sounds a little gross. Oh, but, uh, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Master of food. Okay, so, so Johnny's Food Master is a Whole Foods now. When you were growing up, it was real. It was a... Uh, Very blue-collar. Blue-collar Irish Catholic families. Yes. That's right. Two things happened. It became gentrified. Very lovely place. It's where the Battle of Bunker Hill was fought. Okay. Charlestown. It's where the USS Constitution, Old Ironsides, still resides. Resides in the harbor. In the Navy Yard. Crossing the So sea. it's a very beautiful little town. Gaslit right. lamps... Oh wow! Around yeah. the Bunker Hill Monument, yes. Oh, it's, it's not very like quaint. some very quaint place, but then within it's a square- kind of like a Georgetown, okay. yes. Boston. Within a square mile, you have three sets of projects. Right. So you have the disparity between. For years, it was just working class people, and people living in the projects, working class people as well. Now it's people who commute into Boston. It's like a ten minute walk, or and then you have poor people. So the poor people now, for years, it was very, very segregated. It's the subject of the busing, desegregation, right. busing crisis in the 70s. If you haven't read A Common Ground. Uh, a Pulitzer, Common Ground. A Common Ground. A Common Ground. Pull up, yes. Pulitzer Prize winning book, novel, 1977. You turned it into a movie. Turn it into a terrible TV movie. What was it called? A Common, a Common Ground. Ground. Shit. It's um, fucking shit. It's dreck. Yeah, it's awful. Skip it. Get the book. Um, <laughs> and then... And it detailed several families who were affected by the busing crisis. So mm-hmm. at that time, our high school locally got turned upside down. So they bust in black people. If you went to school in Charlestown, you were then bust into another neighborhood. Uh, and that upset a lot of white people who, you know, who didn't want to leave the town to go to school. Yeah. Um, riots. So as a result, riots <laughs> and stuff swapped teams. Um, this is late seventies. This is mid seventies. And eventually, maybe that picture you saw on City Hall, where the guy, the black guy, was being held back Famous. by two white guys being jabbed S- with stabbed a, with the American flag. The American flag. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's um, also on the beginning of uh, what's that movie with Jack Nicholson? The Departed. The Departed. The Departed. So uh, we. Uh, as a result, no one went to public schools in the town anymore. Everyone got sent to Catholic schools. Because they didn't want to get bust. They didn't want to yeah. get bust. So they wanted to stay in the town. They wanted a standard of education because the standard went down in Boston. Right. Not very good public schools at the moment. Charter schools are starting to change that a little bit. And um, so the town has changed. Mid-90s, late-90s, early 2000s, we start doing comedy. Our mindsets, we start leaving the town a little bit. How old are you guys at this point? Uh, early 20s oh, yeah yeah early okay. 20s and our our minds start broadening a little bit because you're seeing other stuff yes right. we're yeah. learning things we're meeting people from other places right. we're becoming more diverse <laughs> right 
People we're are, going to Cambridge, like yes, you said. Yeah, exactly. Stealing bikes still, but we're meeting people who, like Eric Charles Nielsen, right. mainly hanging out in Harvard Square. Yes, and other people, and they're starting to influence us in a good, positive way. Mm-hmm. We start to learn. Now, oh, I can grow my hair long. Hey, I can grow a beard. <laughs> you can do what you want, I can wear a glass. Yeah, but the kids in the town, the younger kids who are coming up, they don't start to recognize us because we don't spend the time in the town anymore. Right. Slowly, they start seeing us as people they don't recognize. Hey, who is this fucking dickhead walking through my street? You're a fucking yuppie. Right. We start okay. getting called yuppies now. Even though you grew up there and you lived there. Yeah, yeah they just, the younger kids just didn't recognize us. So rocks are being thrown. Jesus. Bottles. <laughs> Eggs, bottles. So then you have to, then it becomes like a contest of, well, who do you know? Who do you know? Oh, man. And then it's just like, it's like, get the fuck out of my face. Now you're talking to an 18-year-old. You're like, get the fuck out of my... You're 25 years old. And you're like, get the fuck out of my face. You're like, who are you? Like, One of my favorite incidences was when... Uh, uh, incidents. Was when uh, David was rollerblading on Main Street. And a kid was like, yeah, you fucking faggot. <laughs> David went over and like grabbed him and was... <laughs> on rollerblades, by the way. on rollerblades while the kid's calling him a fag. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> grabs the kid and then is like, what am I doing? Yeah, like, who would do that? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the manner in which you grow up kind of affects you. And you're like, yeah, I have to fucking tell this kid. Tell him off. He can't fucking yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the way to do that is sometimes with a little force. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's like, the best. Yeah. By the way, the, so many people you meet in comedy that have never gotten into a fight. Yeah. yeah. Never had to like do me. anything like that. I so, mean, yeah, I've never been in a physical altercation. I've definitely been in some verbal ones, yeah. which I've you got that, You got long hair. You're a fucking yuppie. You're wearing yeah. glasses. You're a yuppie. You're a yuppie, and you're like, listen, I fucking know your uncles. I, and then you got to play that game, and then it's just like, who you know, who's more Charlestown than the other yeah. person? And then, like, <laughs> whoever wins gets to break the other person's windshield with a brick or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just so unbelievable to me. It's that's ridiculous. A, so that started happening, and you decided that... You well, that's not why we left. But you know, it's a, You hit a glass ceiling in town. Right, because you stop... You 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 grow beyond the... Yeah, the, I mean, comedically, you kind of have to leave. You gotta. Anyway. Yeah. You know, to grow. Because the same thing happens. You know, it's like you reach a certain point where you're like, ah, everyone's heard my stuff. Yeah, you gotta move around. Everyone's move at the around. same level. You come out here... I mean, how many fucking great performers are in this town? There's a lot. And they're inspiring. Mm-hmm. Mucho, yeah. mas. <laughs> Mucho mas. Mucho well, mas. So, so do you guys go back home to Charlestown? Yeah. So your family still lives there, mom and dad? Our and parents two years ago sold their... We had a giant house that my dad built. It's great. The estate. Couldn't do it anymore. They sold it. Now they live like in a, an apartment outside the city. It's okay. like 40 minutes. So you don't really go to the town anymore? No, we do. We do. We always go like? back. Yeah, we, we go, go back and see everyone. That's okay. We yeah. I mean, to you know, some... We, we miss being called yuppie yeah. faggots. Yeah. Because there's something to be said about that. About totally. Even though it's, it seems like it'd be negative, it is attention. And I think a lot of times in the sense... The, thing, the whole thing with Los Angeles is that people just don't give a shit about You're anonymous. You. You're nothing. Everybody. Yeah. There are a good t- people deal of people that we know who still either work or reside right. in Charleston. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. go back there. We see a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, and good people. And everyone kind of hangs. Like there's a barbershop. The kid I grew up with is like the town barber, and he employs like four of the kids to cut hair and pass right. Punk Hill Barbershop. Everyone kind of will like go a, through there. Sounds like his, a show uh, that'll be on FX in the fall. Somebody's Someone's somebody doing who's doing it. Somebody's making a, uh, really a sitcom. Are. Yeah, they really and are. They're setting it there. Okay, and yeah. I heard about it. 
But I didn't know it was that specific. Yeah. Guess, huh? Two guys who... What did they make? I don't know. I know Pat nothing about this. Pat texted me last week. Uh, they made... He's like, they're doing a thing on the barbershop. He's like, you seen any money? He's like, no. <laughs> Two guys went to Emerson like in yeah. the 70s. They made um, <laughs> something really big recently. Wow. Some, they're sitcom people. Comedy. Yeah. What have you guys been working on then as far as... Oh, we're doing those videos. We right. get the videos online Where right now. Where are they? The They're, Comedy Central. You can yes. go to Comedy Central's home Comedy Central page. Studios? Yes. Yes, EC Studios. Listeners, there will be a link on the page as well. We'll oh, tweet it out a bunch nice. too. Yeah. So you can see it. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So and you know, right videos, where you push the button to play this you click podcast, it. you go right back there. They're like half direct. narrative, half screwing with people appreciate in the street, it if you'd you know? watch you know, one or yeah, two. Watch, watch them all. No, here's there's, the deal. There's, don't watch I don't give there's six of them. I don't know when this will come out, but there are six of them all together. New ones that haven't been out. You know, previous to but you now. have some out before that too, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. The Great well, and Secret two, Comedy Show. Two seasons of the Great and Secret Comedy Show on CC. It's still on CC. Yes. People think they're pranks. They're not pranks. No. What is a prank? I it's don't know. More like a goof. What is yeah. a prank? What is a prank? It's where yeah. you're getting over on somebody, I guess. I where don't you're know. Kind of tricking them. I guess it's a trick. so. It's a trick. Well, what's people don't know they they're for in lack on of a better term they call what we do pranks but for the most part we're Everyone, the butt of the joke. Everyone's in pranks on it. Pranks a marketing term. Yeah, Some people want to say like these guys they, these guys do pranks. A yeah, prank yeah. initially right. I think was something done to subvert authority. I think initially. Yeah. You know, like something like, like classically. Classically, right? I see that. Um, I still think it is subversive. Sure, it it can be subversive. Of you know what they do on those. Yeah. You know, like the Oxygen Network with right. celebrities isn't. That's you not want, subversive. You want, you want pranks? Go see Brendan Walsh, not yep. the Walsh brothers. Brendan Walsh is <laughs> a different <laughs> Walsh. Randy Leadkey is yeah. a prankster. Yes, yes. It's because he's involved with that Walsh guy. Yeah, Walsh they, character. They, they uh, tag team. I help them out a little bit at yeah. times. Oh yeah. What, what have you done with them? Billboards. What are you doing out there? Wink, wink. Yes. Some good stuff. Maybe. Hey. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I used to have really in that stuff, but I don't know. I think the pranks I used to really like. Did I ever tell you guys about ice bombing? I don't think so. No, I mean, some of the pranks we used to do were more like kind of absurdist kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We would take, um, in the middle of the summer, we would take water, we'd take balloons, like a normal birthday size balloon and fill it up with water and mm-hmm. about, get about six or seven of them or, or as many as the freezer could accommodate. Mm-hmm. Freeze them solid. takes about two days. Wow. And then you go to like an Applebee's or someplace that has like the seating along the window in the parking lot, you know, mm-hmm. on like a Thursday or Friday happy hour. It's filled up with people having their Apertino, Apertino stacks and some, some Labatt's Blue. They're Snandos. Yeah, they're chilies, quesadilla egg rolls. They're blooming yeah, those carrots. The blooming best. carrots, all that shit. Those quesadilla uh-huh. egg rolls. They're all lined up, and you just walk up. You you, you, you prepare the uh, ice bomb by taking the latex off the balloon. So you have a big, big like glass-looking hunk of ice. It's yeah. smooth. And you walk up to the window, real brazen, hold it above your head. Stop and get everyone's attention just by like being a guy who's standing there not moving. Make <laughs> eye contact with everybody. Just no expression. Hey, you get his, get <laughs> yeah. his attention too. Get his attention. You make eye contact and you just throw the thing on the fucking ground and walk away casually. And they have, people are just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. That or in front of a grocery store. Like you just smash it right in front of a grocery store entrance on a busy time. And people will just like, they don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Like, why is there a bunch of ice here? Why yeah. did you do that? Yeah. Well, I, part yeah. of that is part of what we do. Yeah. And that you're giving somebody a story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? I remember getting in trouble with my girlfriend's friend in college because I called up, there was some weird little post on a, on a, 
you know, telephone pole about a missing rabbit or rabbits for sale. Maybe it was rabbits for sale. And I called up oh. this called this guy up and I was doing a weird voice like, I want to buy your rabbits. <laughs> and I was fucking with him just like making jokes. Yeah. And being a super weirdo. And her, my girlfriend's friend was like, oh, you shouldn't do that. She's like kind of, you know, pseudo college Christian type. You shouldn't <laughs> do that. It's really mean. You're, you're being mean to them. And I'm like, oh, for one, morals. that person has no idea that I'm being someone other than myself. Mm-hmm. And two, they got a great story now. Yeah, <laughs> they got a great story. Hey, this weirdo called me asking all these really weird questions about the rabbits. I wasn't about to sell him a rabbit, but man. Yeah. That yeah, guy right. will remember that maybe for the rest of his yeah. life. Exactly. Certainly for the next couple months. There's something. Right. Uh, something the most exciting that's, that's, thing That is happen. what we've... That is not our intention initially, but it's a great byproduct of that. Like, whereas yeah. you've been in situations where this fucking maniac just came over here. We'll talk about that maniac sometimes, create a bit out of him. Oh, right. Yeah. It could be a put on or not. Usually it seems very real. People think what we do is very real, even though they're kind of like sketches in public. Right. You know, I think there's some value in that. Mm. Where somebody is not the butt of a joke. It's amazing how many people get upset at that. Yeah. Like Chris doing his popcorn trick in a theater where he just keeps buying buckets of popcorn and falling. People watching him. Right. Half the audience is laughing. That was another time where that guy wanted to fight me. Right. That's what I'm saying. Half the audience is laughing and one guy's like, this fucking guy keeps spilling with his popcorn. That's enough, bro. Uh-huh. That's enough, bro. <laughs> Why would he bro, care? All right, enough. Because like, people bro, care. Bro, we've had oh. enough. Meanwhile, the crowd's laughing. People care about shit that you got that. Matter. You got it all over my po- my girlfriend, bro. It's like, yeah, there's no, not even butter on it. It's just popcorn. You just brush it off. Oh, I don't know about it. that. I don't know. Why don't, why don't you eat it? Whatever landed in your lap, yeah. free popcorn. Mm. Bro, you're wasting all this popcorn. <laughs> Come on, bro. <sighs> Do you think people are becoming uh, more offended by things and more easily? I don't. Like I, in the world, I, I or think it's in never changed. General, I don't think anything's getting worse yeah. or better. Or better. I think it just goes. It just goes. Prank wise, everything. You know, things yeah. get taken a little bit further, but you on, have it to. It just depends on the person you get, I guess. You know, yeah. it really is a case by case. Like there's, there's a lot of that. Oh, things are getting worse. Nothing is getting worse. It's just no, changing. It's just changes. Yeah. That's all. Things change. Right. That's a, that, I feel like that was a revelation I had, like, not that long ago, actually. It's yeah. just about how, you know, everything is just, it just changes, and you it have to be changes. okay with that. Exactly. And you can be angry about some stuff, but you have to be like, pull back and be like, it is, it is just, just, just different than it was before, because everything is always different than it was before. Exactly. And you liked what it was before, because what yeah. it represented. Kids have no problem with it because they don't know what it's changing from. Yeah, they're in the moment. They have no memory. They're no not idea. trying to hold on to something. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Old guys who complain, they just don't like the fact that things aren't the way, you know, that they were comfortable yeah. with. It's the it's, same way. This people, isn't the same. <laughs> people become conservative. I don't like yeah. this. Yeah, it's nuts. This is no. This different. subway used to be a Sabaro. <laughs> 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 the, the, the neighborhood's going yeah, to shit. It's all going to pot. Yeah, that's that, that's a big thing about neighborhoods for sure. Is people act like uh, that, that whole thing now. There's so much talk about gentrification. Like people are getting so angry about it, or people who are just the opposite, who are involved in it directly, and just it's like that's just how shit happens. Yes, shit's gonna. There is the things move around no matter what. Yes. Yeah. And people with money just have more of an effect on things. Yeah. It just happens. 
It I sucks in that, that way. What, yeah. what are you going to say? People from Harvard are assholes. So that's a fact. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Yeah. More Traditionally. And more, more and more. Anyone, any, any like policy wonk or any like person who's uh, creating disparity typically does it with a degree from Harvard. <laughs> like that's, the, that's, the, that's the key to, uh, to nation building and like any type, of, any type of thing that's going on that's like generally shitty. Like, there's some stuff that's obviously going to happen that's going to change, but there's some stuff, that, like things like uh, like the financial crisis mm-hmm. 2008, that mm-hmm. was a Harvard thing. <laughs> that, was, that was, like, yeah, allowed it, to happen because of people who went to Harvard who were like, yeah. you know how we can yeah. really make some money? The screwy you thing know? is that on the other side, there are people at Harvard who try and correct that. Yeah, there are. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, there's a lot of good... I mean, I'm being super general. Of course. I'm thinking about Larry yeah, Summers. So I, yeah, Like, Larry yeah. Summers is such a... Such a cunt that it's like hard to it's hard to even describe. By the way, the amount of cunting we try and say the word cunt as much as possible, <laughs> and it's great to call people cunts. Yeah, kids are cunts, and people when you say it, it is such like a, they can't stand you go, it. You go to Ireland, they are using it to describe potatoes over oh, there. Oh, cunt potatoes! Oh yeah, oh, that's cunt. Oh, they're fucking cunt. The cunt. I love it, and people just yeah. have such a negative association <laughs> with women. That. Yeah, it means nothing. Yeah, and uh, Rob, did you read Rob Delaney's latest book? Well, I his, only, his only book, I guess, so far. Oh, I haven't. He talks about that. And it's he does. How he, how he talks. Oh, about really? Yeah. And he's he feels the same way as you guys. You know? Oh, very good. Very good. He's yeah. a country. He's, he's done all right for himself. That yes. Delaney. Yeah, Robbie D. Great it's work. Great, great yeah. book. Great work. Are you guys gonna write a book? Ooh, I already have. Are you there, Chris? Yeah, it's I me, already, David. I already have. It's really? under, it's under my bed. It's just it's, it's I just write in it every day. It's a tome. Yeah, it's really really thick because well, it's no, it's it's really well, thick you know, science because, fiction. Oh, really? Uh, I just want people to have something to read when I die. It's not good, but then when I die, they have someone will have to read it. So it's you know, like, someone will go, oh, he he left this. We should read it. I don't think I would read it. And then someone <laughs> will go, oh, we should honor him by publishing it. Well, by trying, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's digital. You can do it. By having Amazon publish it. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. terrible. Don't read it. Wait, uh, is it a sci-fi thing? No, I'm kidding. It's just really? it's just I, a bunch I of pages. I, totally I have you. a lot of unfinished things. He's do a very believable liar. Yeah. Huh? Do you journal? I don't... Yeah, the, about the only thing I don't do is sketch or draw, but okay. I'll, I will journal from time to time. Do you journal, Davey? Yeah, but it's I weird don't. when you have a journal and it's like fucking three years apart. Yeah, I guess <laughs> You know, so. you got like one entry, it's like... Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and then the next one's like Los Angeles, California. It's like you know, just fucking eight years apart, yeah. and then three days, then five months. I definitely don't do it enough either. I feel like yeah. the thing where no one wants to read a journal like that. You're like, this guy's all over the place. Unless you're, unless you're Twain. What happened? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. If you can't do it consistently, I don't have the discipline to do it. Yeah. Because it's a skill. So. It's like a thing. It's like anything else. It's like dancing or or uh, typing. If you don't do it enough. You get bad at it to the point where it's hard to do it again. But if you do it yeah. enough in little bits, you get like, start to get fluid. Yeah, it's get rewarding. A book mm-hmm. out of it. It's rewarding. I Should we all start journaling for real, like every day, let's 12 minutes a day? Let's have a writer's group. Yeah. 12 minutes a day. No, let's not. Until the next podcast, then okay. we'll all Three bring our journals. journal group. We'll share. And we can read from the best parts of our journal. Have you guys read or seen anything lately that you think is of value? I do. Uh, this is one that's funny because I think everyone I've talked to, nobody has seen it. Oh, this and is the la- And the, the first one that I saw was with you. Oh. 
I don't know what you're going to say. Did you see it? The Raid 2? I didn't. I want to see it back. See, even you didn't. Even the people that I saw the first one with didn't see the second one. I, I saw it with him. I have he been saw the Raid. Yeah, I saw it twice. Movies yeah. Completely unfortunate. Well, it's really? kind of not a good time of year for that. I mean, just in general, I am not. I, I'm just. I don't want to talk about it. Really? You just, just don't I'm like ashamed. movies? I love movies. But you're like, you're. I think the last conversation anyone, we had was about movies. Probably. Of anyone that I know, well, you're actually kingdom. the one who is. Acts in more movies of, yeah. that I know, or has, and so, but yeah, yeah, but so that's why you're yeah. checked out partly because of a business thing. No, or just because I you're just tired. Of you don't the think movies. they're any good? No, I I love movies bad What's going and good. On, Johnny, I love a bad movie. I really do. Yeah, Taken Two was one of the most was one of the best experiences I've ever had watching a movie. I watched yeah. it here while drinking coffee before I did a show with Andy Kindler. Um, yeah, I was like I had a bunch of time. Britt was gone. My girlfriend was gone. The dog was gone. So I could just sort of like, you know, watch something without no commentary. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> um, that Britt in her commentary. Well, well, it's not. She's got a lot of you go girls. But sometimes you just don't want to have any commentary. You, you know just want to focus in. Or you just want to. And not- Taken 2 is one of those movies. Taken 2 is a movie that is like. Yeah. It is. That's the one where she's throwing the bombs and oh they're trying God. to triangulate the position. That of- movie is the most fun. It's ridiculous, shit house right? Of a movie yeah. you've seen in a- forever. It yeah. is just like. It's, it's like weird that he's yogurt. tapped into that market. market yeah, it's right. weird. It's like this thing where... Who, oh, Rob Roy? Liam Neeson. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, Roy? Rob Roy McGregor. Rob Roy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call yeah. me a cunt? I called you a cunt in Gaelic. Yeah, that movie, I saw that one. Shadows. Otherwise, I just haven't I've been tapped out. So he's got to see The Raid 2. The Raid 2. The thing about The Raid 2 is, once again, not necessarily the best movie. But a you can tell. One. Yeah, you can tell that the, the scenes are... It's like, how can we get this guy into a kung fu fight right. within the next five minutes? They and that's really that. what it's all about. But the choreography... And the, the, I don't know, just like, you know, the, like the first one, but they yeah. upped the ante in a way, even though I like some of the fights in the first one better. I just think that there's something, there's something about a guy who just dedicates himself like a filmmaker to just doing one thing really, really great. Yeah. They film Kung Fu better than it's ever been filmed. Mm-hmm. The storyline's not the best, but the scenes the themselves and the choreography and the situations they put this guy in that nobody even knows. What kung fu movie has great storylines? Yeah. It's always about the action. Yeah, I mean, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was like... One of a billion. No, I know, but it's possible to do. <laughs> I mean, it is possible to make them great movies. It's like The Exorcist was a great movie, but also a great genre film. You know, right. there's like five or ten of those. And I guess my point being that it just kind of shed light on how terrible the fight scenes are in mainstream movies yeah, i guess that's what i was getting at because they're lazy yeah they're lazy they they understand that they can kind of get away with we got buddy by jake yeah <laughs> jake here is gonna work out the fight scenes right. between you Brad yeah how's it going i'm jake ooh, 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 i'm doing this yeah no, no no no. you said i have a, i work with some people who do it and i will be the yeah oh i'm yeah. just a oh, trainer no, no. here i'm just a trainer here no, no, i thought I'm i was just, just gonna stand around and be jake no i just do the muscles no no no, no. <laughs> But if they had a guy like that choreographed, say, the Raid 2, right. and they hired him to come in and do Captain America, think of how... Because how, Captain America was actually, I saw that too. I see it. Decent film. Not not that bad. You know, I wouldn't... I would say that the... the it was a fun one. Yeah, the cor- fight choreography was the thing that was lacking the most in uh-huh. Captain America. I think people really liked the storyline. They liked the acting and stuff. They liked a lot of that stuff. But the fights themselves, I think people... You know, just they kind of settle on something, yeah. Or the directors don't know how to do that part, so they don't. You know, they gotta have. I just think that when you see the raid too, if you were to see it, not many people will probably. It kind of sheds light on how, yeah. Fight scenes are not. You know, anyway, that was interesting to me to see a movie that's that amazing. The raid too. 
Yeah. Raid one as well. Called they're both the great movies. Yeah, they're they're made Fun. in. Uh, it's not Philippines. It's uh, Polynesia. 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 It's not Polynesia. They're made at the Polynesian in no, Orlando, uh, Florida. They make them at that hotel. <laughs> they're they're they are. It's not Poly- Polynesia. They're not Malaysian. Is that a thing? Yeah, they're no. But it's I thought it was Polynesia. Is not a thing. It's uh, it's not Filipino. Mm-mm. It's not wherever it's from. It's everyone looks they're like they're. From, everyone in the movie looks like they're from somewhere else. It's Indonesia. You know, like yeah, Indonesia. Indonesia. That's what it is. Everybody in that movie, there's like <laughs> the guy who's directing is like a like a white guy. Right. The main character looks like he's like a Filipino guy. What's well, close? This other guy looks like he's Chinese. Like yeah. they all, look, they're all different races in the film. Indonesia has the highest percentage of Muslims. Really? Yeah, it does. It does. Well, so a little fact there for you. They know how to fake fight. They know fake fight. They also know how to like <laughs> fucking. I mean, the people in that movie are. You always hear about sweat, sweat, but just down to the, I want to say hardcore. Um, I'm trying to think of how to say this really. It's just the degree with which they are hardcore yeah. in terms of like, there's stories of the Russian army. Like if, if there's 700 Chechens, 700 Chechen terrorists they have to kill, they will kill, they will kill six, if they kill 699 they Russians to kill 700 Chechens, they have it is successful because they have <laughs> they have killed all the Chechens and killed one more than they lost. Like they don't give a fuck. They're just like fearless animals. Like in America, that yeah. would be like it would be a, it would be a massive controversy. It'd be a wash. It would be just something where unbelievable this happened. Yeah, unacceptable. That's I think like it's the same in Indonesia where it's just like they're just fuckers. They're just <laughs> like you can't bust them. You know what I mean? Like they like, they have that third world hardness that is just. Uh, it's not the same. It's just born from hunger. They're born just always hungry. hungry. They're closer all to the, the grave. Time. They can smell it. And so it's like this thing where right. if you have we to don't cut mind, your own We don't arm mind off, a stalemate. Yeah. I'll, I lost my arm? That's great. Still coming I'm at a, you. I'm but alive. I mean, you know, aren't, aren't Muslims becoming known for that, though? I you know, Muslims so. are kind of known for, you know, I may die, right. but I'm going to take people with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's jihad. <laughs> not even... Cl- yeah, that's, a that's jihad. not okay. Muslims. That's, all right. Do we have an email address? We should address some complaints. <laughs> yes. Sure, yeah. At least we'll be getting some emails. Uh, I remember reading this article about mushroom hunting in Oregon like years ago. There's a type of mushroom that's a very, very expensive, worth like heads and tails over anything else. Yeah, I've heard of this. It's thing. very rare and it takes a lot of work to find it because it yep. just grows very specifically. There's all these guys who are, you know, they're like, they're like, they're like it's like a gold rush, but it's for yeah. mushrooms. The great oh, mushroom right. hunt of Oregon. Right. And they, 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 were, they were profiling this one guy. Don't they use like they use animals to find them? Don't they? I think Sometimes. they use, use pigs for truffles. Yeah. I don't know about these. Okay. I think maybe they use dogs because yeah. dogs can smell them. But uh, I just thought that Stunt Temple Pilot song for some they use they use muslims to find them. The dogs begin to smell no, her. Where the mushroom grow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they they're interviewing this guy. They're talking about the different people who search for the mushrooms. Like some of them are a lot of white guys, a lot of like this guy, a lot of Hispanic dudes, a lot of Chinese guy. But he was saying like, but above all. Everybody hates the fucking Vietnamese. <laughs> they hate, that's what he says. They all hate the Vietnamese because they're so fucking good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. The guy in the article yeah. quoted says, like, the Vietnamese, everybody hates those fuckers. Yeah. They call them fuckers. Because <laughs> yeah. they're just so goddamn hardcore. Yeah. Like, they dig like, in. Yeah, I yeah. That's a similar thing. Yeah. And, like, maybe Indonesian culture because it's just a thing where... Think about where we are general, generationally yeah. as yeah. a people and just how we didn't work as hard as the yeah. previous generation... And you find some, you soft f- uh, people come up, yeah, and their intensity 
Yeah. And it's it just stopped. arresting. You're just like, I fucking hate this because someone's intense. Because yeah. you're, not, you're not tired at all? You're not tired? No, no, no. We, yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, we both drank the same no amount last way. night. We both no, slept no, no, the same amount. No, no, no. Let's do it again right but now. But you're like up yeah. making eggs and partying yeah. and having a beer for yeah. breakfast. But I'm hey, like... Hey, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. That's like... I mean, that was the Irish people for a long time. In for America. a long time. It's just like, you can't bust them. Yeah. For a long like, time. Yeah. Right now... <laughs> Ooh, now this. everyone's protected by a great union contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least in Boston. We want to get those Indonesians. No, no union yeah. contract. You can't bust those guys. Oh my god! Have you read anything interesting lately? Have yeah. I read anything? Just the forward to Marin's book. Oh really? Um, <laughs> he stops at the forward. forward. He's only yeah. reads forwards. I haven't, you know, unless I, it's uh, Larry Bird forward. I've just gone through a phase where I haven't read too much fiction. Just a right. lot of. A lot of nonfiction. What nonfiction? Um, <clears throat> I can't even remember at the moment. Oh, Just great. a lot of essays and oh, great and stories. Well, tell me. Um, I can't even think. I'm I reading. Could go the through Harry my Potter Insta paper. I got it. By the way, Insta paper. I'm doing this because we got to drive I'm people to I'm reading the Amazon. Harry Potter books at the moment. <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah. I got a whole the all the all the nice Harry do Potter. It. I can't do the Harry Potter covers. I can't. I can't do the Harry Potter. It's good I stuff. Can't do the, uh, the Potter. I dig it. I like it. I uh we can tell uh, we can talk about our um uh our show there. Yeah, we haven't really t- touched on the Talk uh, about it. Uh I was been Do reading talk. about the Wu-Tang clan. Yeah. You were? Them trying to get together. It's not going to happen. Too old. Yep. It's too bad. Too some many things, some things are just They are releasing too. Too many headed beast. Yeah. And you can't and get that headed beast on the same train. It's Especially when one shame. of them is dead. I don't yep. know which one is the funniest one. And I don't mean purposefully, I mean just in general. Who's the funniest one? It's hard to say. Probably. You got is pretty fucking funny. I mean, just as a person. Right. Yeah. He's really random and funny. And Raekwon and, and the other guy might be the most purposefully funny. Riz is probably the funniest. Yeah, one. yeah. Well, I don't know. That's Those guys hard to are just say. fucking characters. Yeah. I mean, old dirty bastard was definitely when he was alive. Oh, easily because I think the, yeah. he was like the guy that was getting arrested for stealing things, but right. he was in the Mercedes. When he, you know what I mean? It was like he was. I think on M- Yo MTV Raps had him going to get collect his uh, his government check, and, a, and he was in a limo. <laughs> you know, he was pulling stuff like that, like yeah. every single day. You know, eight kids, whatever it is. You got to game like, the system. Yeah, I think Jizz is the least funny. Yeah, he's probably because he's dedicated his life to he's science. He's a genius. Yeah, pyroclastic flows. Yeah, he's the genius. Uh, the genius. Jizza. Jizza, genius. What What does this have to do with your your show, though? Oh, nothing. You've been just, reading about the Wu Tang, I guess. Yeah, just Tell the me about Wu-Tang. your show, though. You know, some people call us the shitty Wu Tang clan of comedy. <laughs> really? Because they don't know how many Walsh brothers there That's are. That's right. Ain't no fathers to our style. <laughs> uh, just talking about some of the things we've been, you know, to. Just on the street stuff, you know. You're just talking about street stuff, right? It's just a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it really is great. Out there on a nice hot summer day in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, getting into it with some of the the denizens of the, the streets. Denizens, that's a good word. Yeah, I've had Damn. to uh, I've great had word. to get nude on many a, an occasion in an alleyway, a back alleyway. <laughs> People so love or, it, though. or right on the People street. People love it. It's a s- non-offensive nude. Yeah, yeah. How People do you do love. That? How, what is your? Cause you just got to kind of look. You know, everyone else looks out for the cops, and I just take no, it no, all off. I don't off. mean that at all. I mean, how do you, as a person, are okay, so casually okay with um, I've seen your penis been, many times. You know, because he you was know, indulged by our mother too much. Well, there was also... He was loved. There was, he was loved. <laughs> I was loved by my mom, but I don't feel comfortable getting naked. I, you know, I also decided... He also it was, had to one-up everyone yeah. else in the family. 
Okay. And the, the thing that tra- trumps trump everything card. is nudity. Is Chris it's the youngest? Card. Chris yeah. the youngest. Okay. It's a youngest trump card. Youngest how many? But it was four. Four, okay. And then a that's couple not, of no cool semi-adopteds. Yeah. There are always people around. You have semi-adopteds in we your have family? semi On one side, we have 35 cousins. I don't yeah. know what's going on. It's just a ton of fucking There's kids. A lot of people. What is a semi-adopted? Yeah, people live friends with Friends who never leave. Okay. I, you know, friends who are always over the house. Are they over because their families were like not, shitty? Not I the think, best. No, no. Well, yeah, in certain Not shitty cases, families, certain, but they're not in the best. Certain instances, and then in others, it's yeah. just because we were having a lot of fun hanging right. out. It was just a destination. And our parents were cool. Yeah. It was an open door, never locked. It's the town. Yeah. Pretty much. So why are you okay with getting your name okay to go okay? You know, it, it, was a, it was a combination of things. On one hand, my, mo- my mother basically kind of raised me, I'd say, bohemian, for lack of a better word. Really? Yeah, even well, though my mother is not even close she's to She's not, but, but it was almost like, in a way, it was entertaining and it was, she let me do Chris, get much. naked. Get naked for everybody. She thought it was funny. Because you're the last one. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we figured no it out now. We figured out that it doesn't matter. So just yeah. let it be baby X. Think my father hated it, essentially, yes. Yeah. yeah. My father so, hated hates any of that stuff. Hates what? The nudity, nudity, the any, anything stepped out of the co- yeah comedy. Yeah. Really? Hates com- that's why he's a death fish, death fish, death fish, a death fish, a death, death wish fish. fan. He's yeah. a Bronson fan. I like a he's death an fish. acolyte of Bronson. Somebody's gonna make oh, yeah, that movie. Oh yeah, because Bronson is not funny. He's funny in like a sense where he's so funny. Looks like we didn't bring enough coffins. Yeah, no, yeah. you brought. Yeah, you, I only no, have. Look, we got three coffins for you. I Ooh. only have one more bullet in my thirty-eight. Nope, you brought. One coffin too many. What did he say in that fucking? <laughs> I forget. Uh, one once upon a time in the West. Mm-hmm. That long intro where he shows up with the train. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen minutes before they show the gung gung titles. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that shit. That's the best. He's clearly not Water playing dripping. the harmonica. Yeah. You brought- <laughs> Three coffins too many. What did you say? I, I, it was, it's yeah, probably not hear. enough coffins. Eight you didn't different. Bring enough. That's probably the joke. Yeah. You didn't bring enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One guy gets his gun shot out of his hand. Or, we have three coffins. <laughs> yeah. And then the train comes in and just delivers the mail. So that's your dad. And your mom was the, the opposite. Well, our, so yeah, our mom like, was, she was just very free. And then I, I got to a certain point, I think, where... People were kind of running around in their underwear. You know, David did it too in certain instances where all of his friends, they, you know, they do silly things where they were getting nude and stuff. But I, I just decided at a certain point that uh, I didn't really care, you know. Right. And I think it was the combination of like when you're a teenager, people being so shocked, like by nudity, right. but also the converse of that by how easy it was for me that I didn't care. Okay. You know, it was like such an easy way to completely. It's really shock hard to people. write a good joke. Yeah, yeah. It's That's simple really... to take off your clothes. <laughs> I think it's very easy. And uh, and then in college, you know, people couldn't believe it. They were just like, "Oh my god!" Took you if this you guy. Nude, you know, I was like, it also day, helps like, to have naked. a large ding dong. Yeah, well, to have it a, helps. A shower. Well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> to run around where. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely, definitely helps, helps quite a yeah. bit. It definitely helps. But it's definitely a big part. I don't know. Of it. To run around yeah. out there, it's like I think people are always surprised. And I go the opposite route. I yeah. tuck mine. Yeah. I have a character named Mussy the Man with the Pussy. <laughs> yeah. You can see him on the series. Okay. Yeah, and he goes, woo and he, I lose flashes my voice, off, but he wears a dress. cars as they drive by. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's disgusting, but it sounds yeah. so funny. Oh, it's great. But you, uh, you guys do Vine still or no? We haven't in a while. In a long time. Because... I do it kind of just for the hell of it, and I'm yeah. not, I don't really put much onto it because I don't really care. Because mm-hmm. for the most part, people who are Vine stars are sort of the most terribly unfunny <laughs> yeah. shitheads in the universe. That's, 
Yes. It's like this comedy that's been somehow boiled down to the essence of all things not funny. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you're trying too hard. Yes. There's, there's a couple exceptions, obviously. Yes, obviously, yes. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Obviously. But vast majority is just trash. And, and they're remember, stars. They're stars, yeah. and I think some of them are making money with it. But that's okay. That's how. That's the nature of... And it's trash. It's yes. profitable. Yes. But I remember I will always latch at you guys once your vines so much that I'm just like taken aback, especially the ones which you're naked in. That is just <laughs> like that one with the, like the what is it, like like the the Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> oh, oh god, yeah. it's so with funny. The kids. But just like I don't yeah. know what about is about that. Yeah. Yeah, we should so make more. Of those. It's, it's even though the there were our nephews and let's nieces. Let's say we no, they like, didn't see it. Okay. No, let's we sent we them did. inside. We shot yeah. with them first, but then they watched it. Yeah, you know, yeah. they watched the vine and they love it. Yeah, of course. But let's say we did eighty vines. Right. Yeah. I'd say maybe ten have nudity. Maybe yeah. eight. Maybe ten percent have nudity. Yeah. But even though, let's just say. You're still surprised when you see it. Yeah. We should start making more vines because I think Just they're fun. Friends. The reason why we stopped, enjoyable. and mostly I I pushed it because I had the most fun. To, I even made him buy an iPhone when yeah. it was just so that we could do it. It's because of that reason. I saw people who were finding success on vines. And not to say that, and I saw that people were being rewarded. I was like, I don't want to compete with these because we got a lot of positive feedback yeah. and people right, still right. bring it up and it we started, haven't made one it started to get you know it started to get more yeah attention. it started but it at the same time i was like i can't i don't want to compete with these people because what we were doing like we felt like we were telling it was pretty many, many many stories you know? you know yeah they were like many little kind of you know and it was actually shorts. funny too yeah yeah like almost like a short short film yeah, yeah. we were trying to make and it, and and because it was going in that other direction it was like I'm just gonna ignore it and other stuff started picking up so yeah if you, you couldn't do it every busy. day mm-hmm. and you know do it in the way we wanted I, you know yeah it's gotta be your thing yeah yeah or, like anything like Twitter and Rob on Twitter yeah he really he really uh, made it his thing oh my goodness so if you make unless you have time to dedicate or interest to dedicate something to really be your your uh, your main yeah. fat oh, yeah I don't know, you just want to give face. something your best primal right. fascia <laughs> <laughs> somebody went to Florida State I, I made that up actually <laughs> yeah Florida State is a great place to learn how to make shit up and have, have it stick to the wall because professors are too lazy to find out other ones. Find out frauds. Mm-hmm. Find the frauds. Well, is there any place you guys they can people Phil. can see you guys live coming up here at all? Just our God, show at UCB. I got a fucking marble mouth today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so UCB. exhausted. Last Saturday of every uh, month. Last Saturday of every UCB. month. Yeah, we gotta have you back. In Los Angeles. I love have you come back. do a character again. Oh, the most fun. Probably the most fun I've ever had a character. Is there. oh, that was great. That with seeing just seeing Devries in the moment. Oh, oh Devries is DeVries the best. is like a force. Yeah, Devries I think will find a great amount of success at some point. I hope so. And it will be bestowed upon. Married. He's, He's getting married. Yep. He's gonna get fat and lazy in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and then he'll find success. What about out of town? You guys performing out of town, out of town anywhere at all? No, or, we'll go back to Boston and do some shows, but okay. nothing specific right now. I think you can see me with Al Madrigal and hey. William. Yeah, it's cool. Al's a great guy. Yeah. So funny. Very funny guy. What a guy. I mean, Great he, storyteller. If there's a Mexican mensch, if there's a word for that, he's uh, that guy. He really is. Great storyteller. Uh, I'll be with him in May and Helium, I think the 19th. The, Which Helium? The uh, Portland. Oh, Portland. very nice. Not Philly. Yeah. Also, come see me with Neil Hamburger in two weeks at Pop on Harriet's in, in Joshua Tree or wherever it is. Victor, uh, Pioneer Town. 
Sweet. Pioneer Town. So it's another good. It's great. Maybe we'll go see that. Come see it. It'll be fun. It's gonna be out in the. I still have never seen Hamburger Life. I've still oh never God, been to Joshua best. Tree. Fuck. He's, he's the, the best. Greatest. Yeah, he's, he's so funny. Great guy too. Jesus. Great taste in music. All these yeah. things. Uh, should we f- sew it up with anything? Yeah. yeah. No. Break out uh, the thread. What do you want to sew it up with? John Carpenter. Listen to John Carpenter. Oh yeah, maybe yes. we'll put some music yeah. on. And we'll watch some John Carpenter we'll watch. on. Stupid as it as it plays. Put out. some fine uh, assault on precinct thirteen. Yo. John Carpenter. A lot of people don't know that he composes a lot of the music for his films. He also performs it with a Philharmonic. So yeah. enjoy this. Oh. Dun, dun. The bass in this is dun, some of the best dun. bass you'll ever hear. Dun, dun. Check back section. The Walsh Brothers twisting the wind. Oh, oh! What's your name? David. What's your name? I'm Chris. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Johnny. Good night.
National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.